Hi, God Slayers, and welcome to 2022. I've missed you so much. I'm Katie May. I'm uh, Kay on the DM. Daddy May to those of you. Uh, but today, right now, I am speaking on behalf of the entire Death to Divinity team. If you've been around on Twitter or our Discord, you will have seen that there have been some changes to our cast. Going forward into Season 2, uh, Jude will no longer be a cast member on Death to Divinity. If you would like to learn more about the situation that spurred that, uh, brought it on, you are welcome to go look at Jude's Twitter. You are welcome to go do your own research. Um, you are welcome to take that in as much as you need to, you know, process it, deal with it as much as you need to. From the Death to Divinity team standpoint, we firmly believe that what Jude did was not okay, even remotely. We know that a lot of hard circumstances brought it about, but ultimately you and you alone are responsible for your community moderators and actions. It's up to the victims to decide what a path to repair looks like, not us. And we want to hold space for that to happen. And for that to happen, Jude cannot be a part of the show right now. So it's rough. It's hard. We welcome you to process with other people in the Discord if processing is looking is what you're trying to do. Otherwise, our community will always prioritize safety, equity, and inclusion. We are going to always have high standards for it and hold ourselves accountable to them. Starting with Season 2, Death to Divinity will be moving to my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash okkdmay. We will still premiere on January 22nd, 8.30 ET. And we are going to continue to foster a, a safe and trustworthy community. We have some other exciting announcements related to it. So definitely keep an eye out on our Twitter. Really join the Discord. Uh, people are having watch parties in there to catch up on old episodes. If that's something you want to do, they're doing it every night leading up to the set 22nd and they're having so much fun. So if that kind of stuff interests you, definitely hop over there. But for now, I'm going to let you guys get into the episode. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for letting me take a moment to keep you updated. But for now, have fun, Godslayers. I'll see you on the other side. Enjoy this episode. So if you're new, if you're new uh, to D2D and how we do live shows here, uh, every week uh, we all fight for our right for inspiration. Uh, we have 15 seconds on the clock to describe the events of the last session and whoever does the best voted on by you chat uh, gets inspiration for the week. Who was our champion last week? I believe it was Molly, right? I believe so as well. Molly, who is going to be thrown into the ring first this week? Sam. Hell yeah. Knife right. thrower goes first. Knife thrower goes right. first. Okay. I fully support this. Let me get my timer. I'm hold screaming on, hold in your on. corner. Okay. That's what I always love. Player versus player action. We love a little PvP. It's okay, you ready? Only with love. Yes. You ready? Okay, let's go. Mm -hmm. Okay, Yasira left a jar of jam for Brian, and then Brian went after Yasira, and then the whole party went with Maro to the guild headquarters to talk to Sinpira. Brian threw a knife and ended up walking away with Gemma and Winona, and then the rest of them went inside and talked to Sinpira, and it got really, really tense, and then uh, Misha came back. Man. All right. Who are you picking? Kida. Oh. I felt that in my bones. I was like, they're going to pick me. I love you. You got this. <laughs> I love you. You ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one, go. Gay Jam leads us to Sympira where I'm like, fuck the elevator. And Molly's like, yeah, I'm going in the elevator. So we split the party. I um, 
Molly's blood gets Gideon's blood gets stolen. Sorry, Derby Girls and Julian. <laughs> Someone stole my blood in real life right after stream. <laughs> Molly's blood gets stolen. <laughs> my blood's been stolen, everyone. I'm still looking for it. <laughs> do you have a reward out like where should people contact you if they find it like, dm me send me a snapchat yeah. send me a picture of my blood, blood if you find it <laughs> yeah blood pics only <laughs> i am picking oh tonight's gonna be Audrey out to go next. me yeah all right bestie hey, you ready gamer yeah i'm ready all right three two one go all right, so Yasteria left the gym. We went with Mara to the guild hall. Brian threw a knife. I followed uh, Gideon down to Sampira's lair. Uh, Sampira wants us to join her guild. I said, can we think about it? Uh, we left Sampira's lair after uh, Gideon gave up a vile blood. Then we saw Misha. Adriel, yep. <laughs> That's all. Uh, Molly, you go. I'll be your time, daddy. Okay, thank you. Three, two, one, go. Jam, Mara took us to Sampira. Uh, Gemma was there, and then Simpira made uh, took my blood, and then went on to talk to Hawkmongress. Misha's back. I have a sister. What? We might have to join the guild. I don't really know. Uh, there's a derby team. Uh. All right, and last but not least is Lyrica, I believe. Three, two, <laughs> three, two, one, go. Uh, but why is there jam? Uh, we follow. <laughs> we follow Mara to go meet Simpira. Uh, Knives get taken out, and uh, half of us go in the elevator, half of us don't. We try to not make a deal with Simpira, but it feels like we might make a deal with Simpira. And um, Derby, and yeah. Beep. <laughs> okay, so we've got Brian, Current, and Adriel with Gemma in the in bedroom discussing heist possibilities. We've got Winona downstairs, surrounded by hot women, uh, uh, and we've uh, we we've got Gideon is with Misha, who uh, still looks akin to Julian, off uh, currently on uh, Terrapine's uh, shell, on, out on the edge, if you will. Uh, my two little edge lords, I love them so much. Uh, so. But uh, where I would like to pick up uh, is with Winona. Winona, can I have just like a constitution saving throw so we can figure out how drunk you are? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to kind of start us off. Why not? Hold on, give me a second. Why not? Why not? Why not? Take, Take a crazy chance. Why not? Do oh, goodness. Love it. All right, so 11. Um, so, uh, what is like a messy but not too messy night look for Winona? What do you What do you think? Oh goodness! Um, I feel like I feel like she's extra lovey dovey on people, but she can hold her own, and she can like you know mm-hmm. she doesn't need like somebody to watch out for her. She's just a little, just a little like oh my god, I love you so much. Like kind of like Perfect. drunk, um, drunk people in the bathroom complimenting each other, just like yes, you look so amazing, like. That's that's yeah, where she's exactly. at. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. And I think they're exactly the same way, um, right? I think um, it took a little while, and then suddenly you're like playing like a new, very complicated 
uh, terrapinian like drinking game uh-huh. that's like a combination between like flip cup, but you're also like stacking the cups with the people next to you. And it's like, and, and like when someone like shouts a certain thing, you have like pass the stacked cups yeah. down and then like a new drink is in front of you and like you're trying to like catch up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're, they're just like, it's one of those things where you know like uh when a group of it's usually girls uh just get really excited to have a new friend and like their love language is making you feel very included that's what's happening here mm-hmm. and i think you're having like a really fun night i think like at some point Nettie she like leaves crestwell to like do the work and she's kind of sitting on the bar playing a violin so you guys have some fun little music uh, to listen to while you go. Um, so that's, that's kind of sweet. It's just nice. Cause you, the sense string instruments are like vibrations. You kind of get the feeling that since she's an air genasi, she can kind of change those vibrations as she's playing with them. Um, and so this music takes on a different aspect of like fullness for you that you've never heard before. And just like that itself is like super enchanting um and all of them are like like you know screaming and yelling and they're they'll like get into a fight about like who got drunkest last week and um you know it's getting pretty late into the evening and um who you glean is probably one of Gemma's exes um trinity um she's definitely like the quietest and the scariest of all of them um (laughs) which yeah you gotta have one right uh, you gotta have one Aubrey Plaza of every group. <laughs> uh, she 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 turns to you and she says, "So like, what's the deal? Like like your deal? Like what's your deal?" Um, uh, um, do you do you want to know something specific? Um... Yeah, I just mean like you left Kerfus, but like you like Kerfus, uh-huh. and you want to go back but also you're here yeah you know sometimes you gotta you gotta help a friend in need right and sometimes helping a friend means following them down here um so here we are that's that's my deal so what do you think is is uh terrifying better than the city in the sky I mean, I've only been here for like less than a day, so I can't truly give you an honest opinion, you know, at least yet. Is it true that the queen decapitates people in the Um, mm, I've never seen that myself. And, and Trinity is like really interested in like getting to know some of the cold hard facts uh, about you. And at a certain point, um, uh, Evie can kind of see this across the table and says, hey, knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> and she just like shouts across the table. And Trinity turns around and she's like, what? What is your problem? And Evie says, "She's if she's interesting, cool. Let her be interesting on her own time. Doesn't have to rush it. <laughs> she's like a little drunk, a little stern and drunk. Um, and then she like looks up at the clock uh, that's kind of on the wall. And then she says, is that right? She shouts towards Nettie and Nettie stops playing. And she's like, yeah, it's like 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, this has to stop. This has to stop. <laughs> she points at the drinks um, and she says, Lovey, stop this. And Lovey says, 
fine. And she like waves her hands and suddenly all the cups are gone off the table. Um, she's obviously some sort of magic user. Um, and Evie, she stands up, she puts her hands on the table. She stands up. This is where you kind of get the feel that like Evie is the leader of this room. Mm -hmm. um, and she says, we can't be super hungover. We all have rehearsal at 8 a.m. Sorry, no, we all have practice at 8 a.m. Oh my God, I haven't been theater in years. We all have practice at 8 a.m. And then the batch brawl is at noon. And then the batch bash is at sunset. So we've got stuff to do, guys. Pack your shit up. Like, I'm gonna fight some of you tomorrow. You better be, you better not be hungover for that. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> she, batch brawl. And then at that point, Evie lights up. She's like, you should come. You should come. You got friends, right? I, I do have friends. I do, but... But wait, I need a little oh, bit. Oh my gosh, you wait. No, no, no. Okay, so my one of my best friends is getting married next week. And one of the things we do in Terrifying, especially if you're in our Congress, is uh, it's like a day-long kind of like party thing. Uh -huh. And so what happens at noon is that everyone gets together and um, they basically fight. Uh, wait, hold on. I should... So everyone splits up into teams, right? So it can be as many people as you want. Uh, it can be as many people as you want, but we kind of like split up into teams. And then um, we basically all fight for the right to walk the couple down the aisle. <laughs> and it's like super cool. Yeah. So basically, I don't know if Kurthis had this. Can I to Kurthis how a tradition like this? You know, Evie's pretty it's, drunk. It's you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was necessarily exactly like that, but you know, maybe maybe it was uh -huh. like that in spirit. Anyway, no, we did we didn't really have anything uh -huh. like. Oh, okay. Well, so that sounds fun. So like the yeah, so like the the honorable stuff. She like motions like swords because <laughs> that's what she <laughs> thinks when she thinks of honor. She's like it's like the honorable thing is like what you would do is you would. It's like a fight to be the protectors of like the union itself, right? So that's why you're battling for it. But also at the end, there's like a flower ceremony and whoever the team is won, they pick a flower and um, each of the flowers, they like stand for a God. And basically like with that, like when you pick the flower, Evie's not good at explaining things. <laughs> She's like, when you pick the flower, <laughs> it's like, that's the God that you've chosen to bless the union. It's so much fun. And then um, everyone's super beat up. The, he the healers, they'll come and heal you. And then everyone gets super drunk uh, and celebrates the union together. It's like the pre-wedding party. Uh-huh. That. And so, like, bring your friends. Find out that Kurthis is n cool, but Terrifying can be cooler. I mean... That that sound I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna lie that sounds pretty sick. Um, yeah, it's so sick. you don't have anything to like do tomorrow, right? Um, you know what? As of right now, I don't know. I don't know. I love that. Just like do what happens when it's happening. Exactly. Cecilia's is so much about planning. Living life like, on you the edge. You can't even plan when things are changing all the time. I know, I know, I know. Life's oh so unpredictable. God. You six! I said go home or I'm going to kick your ass tomorrow. 
And the other one's like, look, they're like, they're like suddenly startled. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> and so you see, you see most of them uh, get you up. Um, you see the girl whose name is Lovey. She's this half work girl. Um, uh, she's got like a very like sweet demeanor to her. She's the one who's like made sure your drink has been filled all night mm-hmm. and like asked you nice questions about like where you came from. Um, so she kind of like gives you a little pat on the back and she says, I hope we see you tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, you're so sweet. This is uh, so cool. Uh, I, have a, I have a question. Um, for me or for, for, Evie? for Evie? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was just, you know, talking. Oh, no, da, you're da, good. Da, da. Yeah. No, you know, you just have a good you night. You have a good so night. It was so you, good meeting you too. You're so lovely. Oh. Yeah. And, and she gives you like a kiss on the cheek. And then she kind of like puts uh, her arms in the elbows and elbows with the, the two girls beside her and says, all right, we're going. If we're going to kick her ass tomorrow, we got to be ready. Uh, and then uh, they all start to start heading out. Um, <laughs> so Evie, um, I don't want to be like rude, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, if I'm, no, like, just yeah. If I'm gonna be showing up to like to like somebody's batch p- brawl, brawl, um, fight, yeah. um, I, I'd love to know like who, 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 who am I showing showing up? For? Oh yeah, no, I'll totally tell you. So, uh, the two people getting married are two of my best friends in the whole universe. They're they're both so amazing, and they deserve it more than like two people in like in the universe. Um, so it's Maro Graham and Yastira Crespin, and so Maro is actually one of my party members. We're S tier guild member. We were talking, so we're there. She's part of my adventuring party, um, and we've been oh my gosh, we've been adventuring together for like fifteen years now, I think. Um, and, and she's finally getting married, and I'm so excited. Um, so and then Yastira, she's from uh, she she's. Mm, she's from uh, Mises Fidelity, and that's great for her. Um, they honestly need a bit of a vibe check, but Yastira's great, and I just wish she wasn't a part of that guild, you know? I respect that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's who's getting married tomorrow, and they're really sweet. You would, like, super love them, and they'd super love you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Excited to meet them. So much. So is that like a yes? Uh, it, m- m- most may most likely maybe just gotta talk to my friends. You know, you know, you go going. I didn't things. even meet your friends. When do I get? No, that would be weird for me to ask when I get to meet them. I would love to meet them if ever you deem yourself comfortable enough for me to once meet. Okay. I have to go okay. because we all live in like the same house okay. and like they're gonna lock me out as a prank if I don't follow That's them because they did that last that time. That sucks. Because they can't beat me any other way. Oof. So, do you, you're good, right? Like, you feel safe. This tavern's safe. Yeah. You're new here, but you're safe. Don't talk to anyone after meeting me. People who are around this hour are usually not great. But you seem, you've got this. Thank you. Thanks for the, thanks for the confidence. You're, you're so sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if you want to come hang out noon tomorrow, um, do you know how to get to the Hawkmon Grass Hall? I'll figure it out. I like that. You got it. Okay. I'm going to go. I've got this, by the way. And she, like, throws, like, 20 gold coins oh. on the counter. Okay. Um, And she's like, Did I say hi to your friends for me. Hawkmonk Rest always wants capable people. I'll see you later. Okay. Yeah, I will see you later. Okay. Amy's still super drunk. She, she, you can tell she's like trying to be professional, but is also pretty sloshed. She's like, okay, 
Lear, and uh, you you see her. She picks up like the derby bag that she had like below her, and she kind of like whistles at the dog uh, that's been like sleeping at her side. Um, and she says, "Come on, checkers, we gotta go." Um, and you see this little this uh, this looks like a mix of like a corgi and a lab. Um, uh, gets up and uh, begins trotting after her out the door. And she gives you one last final wave before uh, she leaves. Bye, checkers. But <laughs> no, a drunk cries over the yeah. dog. <laughs> um, and so uh, with that, um, I think you see that Trinity is stayed. She's talking with Nettie. Um, but besides that, all the other members of uh, the Derby team have left. And you are sort of like sitting in this corner seat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I know that everybody's upstairs, right? You know that, uh, you've seen everyone but Gideon okay. come inside. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna go up, go up to the room. Yeah. All right. So you head up to the room. A uh, reminder for everyone to move your tokens as you see fit. Um, you head up to the room. Um, do Current, Adriel, and Brian want to tell me what's been happening for the last couple of hours? When y'all came in, Brian asked if you were interested in participating in a heist. Right. Um, I don't remember how much I explained of what was happening. I, th- uh, I don't know if we got to explain. We can say that you explained everything. Yeah, okay, by now yeah. you've explained everything, but yeah. Yeah, so I've explained that, you know, uh, Gemma has this idea to steal this uh this arcanic deck card from a vault that simpura controls and that that is also where the map is located that we have been seeking Mm -hmm. and that the only time that it is appropriate for us well not appropriate that's not the word i want to use the only time that it would make sense for us to attempt this heist is when isa's fidelity is completely preoccupied elsewhere which would be during Yastira and Mara's wedding, which is a week from tomorrow, right? Five days? No, it's in, now it's it's 2 a.m., four days from now. Four days from now, okay. Sorry, uh, she, Gemma says, oh, it, uh, it's uh, 2 a.m. now, four days. Three days of heist prep, three needed days of heist prep. Yeah, Gemma, what are you thinking with this? How are we gonna, what's your plan here? What's your um, plan? And I think it's at this point that Winona, you come inside. Um, oh, hi, Winona. So. Hey, fam. What's up? Why is it? Why does the energy feel so serious in here? What's going on? Winona, we're planning a heist. You in? <clears throat> you ever wanted to steal from the rich, love? Yes, yes, yes. Um, come, here, come here. Come sit next to me. Uh, uh, okay. Hello. Hello. Uh, I will I will quickly fill Winona in, just like Reader's Digest version. Right. Um, and so Gemma's got Gemma's got this uh, this blueprint of the bank folded out in front of you all. And she says, Right, so we're gonna need a few things, just wanna make this heist happen. We're going to need something that's going to allow people who aren't in ISIS fidelity to draw weapons in the bank, because that's going to be kind of important. We're going to need a way to activate the elevator without a guard. 
and we were going to need something to bypass the vault door itself. Can we use and magic in the guild hall? Do you know? Are there blockers? If you're, uh, if you're a member of Fidelity, yes, absolutely. If you're not, no. Uh, so I think this is the time to mention that I have a meeting with Simpira in the morning. Another and, one? Yeah, Adri, uh, at the, like, Adri was, like, standing kind of, like, off-center, like, um, like, just, like, putting something away, and so she kind of comes over to the table. So the only way I was able to leave the guild hall was by telling Sim, asking Simpira to give us time to think about whether or not current Gideon and I would like to join Isis Fidelity. Ah. Uh. Okay. Where is Gideon? We cut now to outside. <laughs> we cut now to outside uh, on the shell of Terrapine. Um, I think the embrace had just happened, right? And then Misha had pulled you um, sort of underneath a canopy because the rain was still happening. And you two are in the middle of talking about like needing to get back inside. Um, when can I actually get a perception check from you, Gideon? Yes. Let me Thank pull you, up my Angel. little character sheet. Blah, blah, blah. Oh yes. A nineteen. Cool. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Um, so the first thing that catches your eye, Gideon, is the rain that's falling to the ground. As it's like hitting the ground, it's letting off like a faint glow. And then as you see, the raindrops are actually falling. The rain right now is bioluminescent. These soft blue-gray raindrops raining down, creating a soft blue-green hue, just that almost brings life because the because the shell of terrapine is iron, right? But in this light, it almost looks like you're standing on like an actual like tortoise. Like it feels almost whimsical for a moment. And then you kind of peek out from underneath the banister and you can see these, you don't know what they are called. If you would like to roll um, a uh, nature check, you may. Um, I'll do that. What'd we, what'd we get? Uh, six. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty. Unfortunately, you don't know what they're named. But there's some sort of like rain birds flying around above Terrapine. And it's their sort of energy that is causing this bioluminescent rain. Um, and you see, like, a few of the people who are outside, like, say, oh, shit. And you see a bunch of people start, like, putting buckets out to start collecting this rain. Um, and it's, and people seem more jovial about it, right? They, they're, they're, like, talking in this excitement um, about this rain that's falling. Um, and uh, you hear one person say, like, oh, this is a blessing for sure, a blessing for sure. Um, as, as you see, you can kind of feel the mood around here lift as this change happens. This is so beautiful. Gideon kind of like cups their hand out in the rain and they, you cup, you cup it and it, and it's still glowing in your hand and you can see it like, um, Misha reaches out and like does the same and you, the, the glow in each of your hand is like illuminating both of your faces as you're both like peering down at this. Do you know what this is? The what the birds are? I 
don't remember the name. I'm bad with names, but uh, I think um, the rain is actually like uh, people use it um, as it's uh, like the civilization version of absent. Oh. It apparently just gets people super sloshed. Oh, cool. Gideon goes and tilts her head back up. Okay. Um, Not like a lot. They just open their mouth for a second. Yeah, I know. Can I get a constitution saving throw at disadvantage, please? (laughs) (laughs) Y'all are your own chaos bar. Did you really just roll a now one on that? Did that actually just happen? Why are you drinking bioluminescent rain? I didn't think opening for several raindrops would fuck me, but I guess I was wrong. Yeah, that's why you didn't see anyone drinking it. They were just putting buckets out. Um, Because they know that, like, just a little bit can fuck you up super, super bad. Um, So... Can I get a roll on your wild magic surge table to begin? Okay. Um, and then Molly, mm-hmm. Gideon has done the equivalent of like drinking a bottle of absinthe. Oh no. Just like for fun on the weekend. Okay. And j- I'm just going to trust you to handle that as you see fit. <laughs> I think for wild magic, do I just roll 1d100? Sure. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. Oh, yeah, because I haven't put the macro in yet. Earl, remind me to do that. Um, What'd you get? 49. 49. Let me pull this up. So (laughs) a 49. You kill 100 people within 10 feet of you. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, 49. Gideon, Mm -hmm. you cannot speak for the next minute. Whenever you try to, pink bubbles just float out of your mouth. That's so cute. Okay. <laughs> Gideon goes out in the rain normal and, like, lowers her head. And, like, very slowly. She's just looking at you in, like, abject concern. <laughs> What's up? Oh! And you gotta, you gotta come in. <laughs> I mean, she goes, oh my god! <laughs> Don't make me feel I didn't weird. do that. <laughs> 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 These pink, like, glowing bubbles flop out. And whenever they pop, they go, ah. <laughs> 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 But also, like, you're sloshed now. And uh, Misha goes, okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't drink okay. it. Don't drink it. We're gonna take you home. I want to take you, you home. Do you want to go back to? Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna take you home. I'll get you Gideon? home safe. Okay, Gideon. Do you want to go to the ship or to the tavern? <sighs> Same thing. Am I right? No, different things. <sighs> one is inside Terrapine. One is outside of Terrapine. We want to be in. You're right. We do want to be in. Oh. So we're going to, you're okay. And then she kind of like puts their arm around your shoulder and is like, all right, we're going to walk back inside now. 
And the rest was like a bit of a haze for you. Um, I think you vaguely remember Misha arguing with a few guards. Um, and then they went like, uh, I guess like a bit of like royal Karen on them. Um, and they got through, um, <laughs> they got you two through. Um, and I think it's just a little bit after Winona comes up. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, so Gideon, you are led into the tavern. Um, and Misha's like, where is everyone staying? Move. Um, one of the rooms. We gotta get a different room. I can't. I'm not gonna go to that room. Because the vibes aren't right. We're gonna get a different room. Okay. They'll beat you up if we go in their oh. room. They're so mad at you. We gotta get you oh. a different room. Okay. I need water. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna get water in a different room. A different room. Uh-huh. And then, and, well, and then, then we'll leave I think, like, the only, <laughs> the only thing, like, Gideon remembers from Misha talking with, uh, like, the crests, uh, uh, the crest balls is um, Misha saying, hail and well met, like a nerd. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> that's all you remember. And I think, um, so I think, like, um, you guys get, uh, you know, you guys get set up with another room um, and just conveniently the room right at the very top of the stairs. But yeah, so can I get a perception check from everyone who's in the other room? 30, 20. <laughs> oh my God. 30, 20. 22. <laughs> oh my God. I also got a 30, 20. Coming in hot with that eight. Okay. <laughs> okay. So thank you for rounding us welcome. out. Here. I welcome. I really appreciate that. God forbid we were all too similar. Oh, and Winona got a 22. Um, oh, my God. All of us are like, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh, boy, howdy. Gideon's so, got, like, a very heavy stomp, and we'll sing sea shanties when drunk. So they oh, can no. Yeah, so that's what they overhear? Farewell and adieu. Adriel's head immediately turns to the door. <laughs> Brian goes, oh, no. Oh, no. Um and like you're waiting for Gideon to stumble in, but you hear like a door nearby opening and then closing, and then you hear the sea shanty continue, but like through the wall to your left. Are they <laughs> like instead of from outside? Are they in somebody else's room? Oh shit! Who's <laughs> <laughs> room? We set sail tomorrow at sunrise. Okay, we'll just drink some of the water first before you keep singing, Gideon. Okay. Ella, they so Do we need to? Uh, I can. What room uh, are the others staying in? I can go. I can go. Uh, Adrian will say to Brian. Okay. Uh, and yeah. like very sleepily and and like annoyed, it's like pulling her boots off because <laughs> she had like gotten into pajamas, right. and so she's in like these like sleep shorts and like a long oh sleeve God. shirt, and like her hair is like braided to the side, uh, and so she like pulls these boots on and goes in like very politely knocks on the door in the direction that uh that she while Adriel's like getting ready to go over to the other room Brian looks at Gemini she's like no comments from you I don't want to hear it no comments here love how's the gem by the way I haven't tried it yet um Adriel, you knock on this door. Um, there's a there's a small pause, and then uh, from the other side you hear, "Who's knocking?" Adriel, open the door. And there's a long pause, 
And then Julian opens the door, just a crack, says, hi, Andrea. You were outside for two hours and Gideon sloshed. What happened? They drank alcoholic bioluminescent rain. Great, cool, awesome. Um, we are discussing plans in the next room if either of you would like to join us. But if you would like to stay here, you're more than welcome to. It seems that Gideon is preferring for more of a sea shanty evening. Yo but, uh, you but we can catch up in the morning. Adriel uh, is going to try to not yell at Misha right now. <laughs> She's going to try very hard to not yell at Misha. Okay. Well, their stuff is in our room if you want to come get it. Do you want any of your stuff, Gideon? Nah, I got she should change I into comfy clothes at least. She's already... Her I got clothes. Two blankets. You're you're still soaking wet, which leads me to assume that she's still soaking wet. Am no, I incorrect? I literally just spent the last two minutes. There, were, if you would open the drawers and at the end, you would have seen that there were sleeping cottons, and uh, Gideon is in one and tucked in with two blankets because they were cold. So, not anymore. I, Gideon, get back in the bed. This has been three times. Sorry. <laughs> So they're just going to sleep in wet clothes? They're in clean clothes. They put on the cotton nightgowns that are in the drawers. In the end, I'm taking care of them. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you you take care of them. You do that. Uh, good night. Uh, and Atri will uh, go back into uh, the other room uh, and is, like, visibly very angry. <laughs> Where's Gideon? What the hell happened? I'm gonna fucking kill him. She'll, she'll murder. She'll murder. Who? Under her breath. Julian, fucking kill him. I'm gonna kill him. You told me I couldn't take a knife to that man, yeah, and now I you're know, saying I'm you're gonna, gonna, gonna kill, kill him? him. Hey, hey, so you tired. need help? I may have a solution. Not to death. Not, not to, wait, not wait, to. Wait, not to, oh, I'm not interested. Not, then, not, but I guess keep going. I, I got so I got invited to this thing called a batch brawl. Um. Oh yes. So so you know about these things, huh? Oh, I love a batch. Oh, How did go. I forget about those? Oh, oh God. Um. Apparently, the 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 Derby Squad, um, is going to this batch ball for Morrow and and their partner. Oh, she's hawk mongress. God damn it. Uh, uh, is that is that bad? Also, no. Oh, we should oh, go. We should. We, we should go. That'd be. Uh, oh, oh. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um. Um. And they. And they, oh, okay. So I feel like it'd be you know great if we could just like let out our anger. You know, fight if we need to in a nice. I don't know if this is healthy, but healthy. Uh. Uh. Manner. Right. Instead of yeah, like taking knives to people. To practice some combat. You know. You know. Adriel's been wanting to practice some. So. We could do that tomorrow at the bachelor. That's tomorrow. Yeah, um, in derby practice in the in the morning. If you don't mind me going. If any of you want to try to convince Julian of anything, be my guest. I have uh, knives. Without knives, we made that deal. 
And then you can, I'm, you're giving me mixed I'm, signals here, I'm Ralph. angry at him, but I, I do not want to hold a knife to his throat. Okay. I'm just saying. It's a quick, clean death. Also, another question. Uh, oh, 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 wait, 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 why are we murdered? Mur- you know what? I don't know if I want to know. I'm just going to. Oh, but man. anyway, Gideon uh, drank bioluminescent rain and is drunk off her ass. Uh, so wait, rain gets you drunk here? Some rain. Some rain. Apparently, is it still raining? Not. <laughs> Don't. It's it's not. No. No. <laughs> We're going to bed soon. It's late. <laughs> Atriel will say as she like drags current to her bed. Is she Fine. still conscious or did she pass out? Oh, she's conscious. Julian is babysitting, which, like, you know, I don't envy him. Right, that's not well, fun, but that's fine. I feel like I, mean, I, I guess if she's being babysat, at least she tonight. can't get anybody into trouble, right? I guess. Mm-hmm. Do I need we to should be get some sleep on something? No, I miss. I feel like I no, have... no, no. Okay. Oh wait. Hmm. Yes, Julian came back. Mm. Adri like looks at oh yeah Julian, Julian came, came back, back. Oh. yeah 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 oh Gideon's with Julian yeah you know how he fucked off all day he's back oh okay mm-hmm that's all oh okay that's all okay cool uh, okay all right sweet so I'm just gonna you know what y'all can I get some deception checks <laughs> you and got some it insight Bestie. checks can I get some deception from Adriel and Brian, and then Winona, if I can get an insight from you. 10 on insight. Only a 13 on that deception. 10 insight. Damn. Yeah, you buy it. But Gemma's going to roll. Oh, wait. (laughs) She won't buy it from Brian, but she'll buy it from me. Oh, fuck. No, she won't. (laughs) She won't buy it from anybody. (laughs) Oh, no. Gemma says nothing. Love that. But I think, like, Brian, go ahead and give me, like, an insight, Brian. (sighs) Yeah, she has a a wicked high insight score, so. Oh, for sure. Only an 11. Yeah, um, you can sense, like, a small shift in mood from Gemma, but I think you can assume it's because you all stopped talking about the heist and it's annoying her. Okay, fair enough. All right, so tomorrow we've got Derby. We've got Bash, Batch, we've got Batch Brawl and Batch Bash, because why wouldn't you go to the party afterwards? But we also need to work on solutions for those three problems at hand, right? I have that meeting yeah. with Simpira in the morning. Am I going to batch brawl instead? No. No, batch batch brawl starts at noon. You should be fine. What am I telling Simpira? Here's a thought. If we have guild members on our team. You read my mind. Love, are you adverse to potentially joining a guild of pirates and assassins? I, it, I mean... Uh, it's not my favorite idea, Gemma. I mean, but you're heading back to Kerthus anyways, love, right? So it's like, you know, it's like joining a sorority, like, real quick and then dropping out, right? What's a sorority, Gemma? Do people do that? Do they join sororities and then just leave? I thought, that, I thought, you, had, I thought you had those in Kerthus. We don't have those in Kerthus. That's like a oh, weird yeah. terrapine thing. It's like baby guilds. Oh, okay. okay. Um, never mind, then. Oh, never mind. Um... 
If I join, you can. It wouldn't matter. There are plenty of people who join guilds and then just like never go to the guild meetings. Uh, yeah, I mean, never go to guild, but you also can't like quit. Like, Isis Fidelity. It's like once you're in, you're like in. But it's also like, we, you know, yeah. so you're not coming back to Terrapine after this, anyways. Must so be over some might as well get rich, get out. Am I right, lady? Edry's thinking. Edry has has taken a seat on her bed, crisscross applesauce, and is very firmly in thought. And at that point, Gemma turns to Current and says, "You could do it as well. Then we could have two casters, you know, and me, of course. Uh, you know, you're wanted by you half of your guild right now. You sure it's a good idea for you to like? Yeah, because I'll. I mean, you can get in though. I guess is the idea. I mean. I've got 50,000 gold now. I'm getting 50,000 gold after this. It's fine. I don't need to come back to Terrapine when I'm rich after this. Okay. It's a fair point. But yeah, if we had if we had actual guild it members, just it, would make very much it just feels very permanent. It just feels very permanent. Unless we overthrow Sempira and take over the guild ourselves. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Do you want to overthrow the Gorgon lady? Anything is possible. How do you intend to kill Sempira? She hasn't died since. She, she hasn't died since. She years was, old. She was, she was here when the old queen lived, when the first queen lived. And you think you're going to do her in? Didn't say I was going to do her in. I said it, it could happen. It could happen. Anything could happen, Gemma. Anything could happen. Yeah. <laughs> Gemma rolls her eyes and sits back. Okay, here's a here's a here's a different option. Um, we. Uh, don't join Isis Fidelity. Then how are uh, they going to get into the guild hall? I don't know. I'm going to think about it while we sleep, Brian. You can think while you sleep? Yes, I can. I'm very talented. Which you would know if you asked. I've just never heard of anybody being able to think while they sleep. That seems like something well, you Well, you also haven't about. heard of people thinking sleep, of people thinking when they're awake, Brian. You haven't done any of that in the past week. All right. I've explained the three problems. Do you all understand them? Way yes. into the elevator, way into the vault, way to use magic and weapons. That's the big three. Perfect. Which one of those three do you want me to work on? Because you're going to be in charge of the other two. Magic and weapons, I think. You know I love me a sword. I'll work on it. Uh, Gemma stands up. She kind of like brushes her pants off. She says, is this fine? Are we going to break up tonight? Oh, are you all okay? Uh, we're all good. We're we vibe. We're vibing. I don't know what the other room is doing, but we're vibing. Right. Vibes to be had by all. She kind of like throws her pirate jacket back on, puts the hat on, right? It changes back to her disguise. Mm-hmm. Says, anything else? See you tomorrow at noon. I'll see you tomorrow after your batch bash. I shouldn't be seen there. I'll get caught right quick. Fair enough. All right. Well, stick to the shadows or whatever it is you do. Yeah, whatever it is I do. I'll see you in the morning, Winona. I'll probably stop by uh, the Derby to say hi to Trin, but I'll see you all later. Good night, Gemma. Trin. Good night. Uh, And uh, Gemma heads out. Do you know who that is? Who's Trin? Uh, she says this to Winona. Trinity is one of the uh, Derby Squad mates, I guess, that like Gemma introduced me to earlier, and that is what I have. Um, that she kind of just dropped me off like a like a 
a child at, at daycare, but I mean, it worked. So it was fun. Did you make friends? I, I, yeah. I, I, That's good. Yeah, I did. That's good. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I'm glad you had fun. Question. Um, how do you get to Hawkmongrass Hall? It's not hard, is it? Uh, no, we can go and it'll be fine. Okay. I'll help you. I'll go, I'll go with you. Cause I, I tried to be cool and then I didn't re- I realize I didn't know what I was doing and I figured I'll get you there in the morning. Okay. Don't cool. worry about it. Great. Thank you. <laughs> Assuming it hasn't moved. Normally they rebuild it in the same place when it burns down. So it's probably fine. And it burns. So this happens. Or it gets destroyed or whatever. This happens more than once. Well, if there's brawls, sometimes the building takes collateral damage. So this is just built into their infrastructure, that the, the inspection, that the... Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Sweet. Dope. Got it. All right. How do you all get ready for bed? Ryan, I have such a problem with you. Oh, my God. Also, there's two... There's three beds in here. What's that looking like? Uh... I don't, I don't know. Depends. Winona, we're sharing. With Misha, so. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Adri doesn't care. Adri will go wherever people need her to go at this point. All right. Is anything else happening as we delve into slumber? I think as Adri's praying for her spells, uh, she's also praying for like guidance uh, in terms of the heist and the Sempira stuff as well. Cool. So who are you praying to? Uh, I think this evening she is going to be praying to Abyssa this evening. Who? Abyssa. Okay, uh, tell me what that prayer sounds like. Uh, I think it sounds like... Abyssa, grant me your strength for what comes tomorrow. Uh, I am a known person who is fearful of the unknown, and I'm trying not to be. Uh, I'm stepping into tomorrow, not knowing what that looks like, but knowing that I just want all of us to make it out of here alive. And that's the end of her, like, small prayer after she prays for her spells. Okay. Can I get a religion roll from you? Yeah. Um, and this, is, this isn't coming with any sort of offering, correct? Uh, I don't think she has any offerings at the moment to, for Abyssa. I, I agree. You don't have bones to leave on the hearth. A dirty 20. Perfect. Can you go ahead and mark on your sheet one string for Abyssa? Yeah. Um, perfect. Is anyone else doing something? Uh, I think Current's going to reach into their bag and pull out, um, pull out Winona's, uh, knee pads and go and just place them on the, the trunk, like whatever, whatever side Winona's on, go place it on like the, the trunk next to the bed. Do you do this when Winona is asleep? Undo it when Winona's asleep. Okay, thank you for letting me know, sweet gamer. 
Um, anything from Brian and Winona? Brian straight up like lays down and just like curls up and probably cocks. Are you out. one of the people who's like pillow hit? Yeah, right. Are and you she one just of those? like oh. yeah. She Happy sleeps Brian. lightly okay. because she's right. used to like listening for sounds, but yeah, she just falls asleep. Okay, cool. Um, Winona, you do anything? You praying? You vibing? Yeah, no, I just like change into my sleepy time clothes and also plop on bed, and I'm out like a light. Perfect. <laughs> the, I, the tangent of uh, the combined snores of Winona and Brian. I love that. Uh, Gideon. Hey, bud. Hi. Hey. hey. Absent plus dream? Yeah, I'd love that. Yeah, it's a little wonky, I think, maybe. Um, you are slumbering away. And suddenly you come to and you wilt as the or this sort of like circular dais that you're standing on tilts you look down and you realize you're standing on some kind of clock suspended in this universe butterflies the size of dragons flying by crumbling pieces of decks of cards, of chess pieces, tumbling into a fiery lava-esque abyss that lies below you. Is this place familiar? Yeah, I think so. All right. You feel this lurch as the dais tips. And you fall, falling, falling, falling. You hear a voice say, what is this? Who are you? I'm Gideon, who are you? Can you roll a perception check for me with disadvantage? You see this shadow take place. It is falling aside you, but you can't tell who they are, but they seem to be reaching out to you as if they're trying to stop you from falling. And you you hear, Gideon, it's Gideon. Gideon, I've got you, I've got you. And this hand reaches out to try and like grab at your midsection to like stop you from falling almost. And when they go to grab you, this knife manifests in their hand. And when they go to grab you in this panic, it plunges into your heart. <gasps> and you hear, no, no, I'm so sorry. And you snap awake. <gasps> Misha's asleep in the bed. That hasn't happened before, right? No. You've seen that realm, but this was unfamiliar. Misha? Oh, Julian? Mmm. Am I bleeding? Or? No, you're just drunk. No, I'm not. I'm not anymore. Not? I don't think so. Oh, did it it wear off? I think they see Gideon looking terrified, sitting up in bed, like clutching their chest. 
and they see that and then they kind of like sit back up with a little bit more urgency and they're like, are you, they're like trying to rub the sleep from their eyes. Like, are you, are, are you okay? Yeah. I, it's just a dream, I guess. Um, can Gideon see where they were stabbed in the dream? On their own body. Yeah, it's like it's like the center of your chest. Do you go to look at this? Mm-hmm. There seems to be an incision. Sorry for titty out. Um, there seems to be an incision right here in your sternum. This thin line that's gold. Um, I know we're not super close. Can I show you a wound on my chest that appeared in the night? This isn't a bit. I know this isn't a bit. Um, okay, is this... You were pranked me before, and I just want to say, I just like don't want pranks in the wilds, Gideon. No. I, w- I feel very bad about the rain already. I would not... No, it was cool. I, one of us deserves to blow off some steam, you know? Thanks. That's very understanding. Um, and I think Gideon like just shows like a bit of the like gold scar on their chest and goes, I had a, a dream. Someone stabbed me here and just woke up and it felt more real than that one normally does. Um, Misha quietly stands and they, they walk over and they LOL, like lean down to look at it. Very, like, um, yeah. You're like looking away. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know where to look. Um, and Misha like reaches out to touch it and they're like, oh, oh, sorry, uh, may I? Sh- sure, sure, go ahead. Um, and they run the, the, um, the little, what's this, what's this part called? The pad, the pad, the pad of their thumb. They run that, um, just like up this thin, almost incision point, um, and they say, uh, it, it feels like a scar. It, there's no, there's no raise. There's no, there's no bump. There's no heat. There's no sign of infection. There's, I, I can't even get like a magic trace from it just from a cursory glance. This is the nice way of saying this doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Okay. That kind of makes me feel better. At least it's not like something popping out of my chest be like a worm from the rain yeah a big rain worm popping on my chest thanks i read a book where that happened <laughs> are you making a joke weird books you go back to sleep it's like four in the morning you've got two hours before sunrise i'll i'm up i'll wake you up when it starts no you can go back to sleep that's i woke you up i'm sorry uh um i mean i'm up uh, i was thinking about going for a run if you want to come Okay. Yeah, sure. I, I run. I go run runs. Roll a deception check. <laughs> I choose to fail. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No way. Michelle like, gives you a hard look and is like, you should probably take it easy. You look pretty hungover. <sighs> yeah. Sorry again. Okay, please don't get murdered. I'd like to hear more of your jokes in the future. We have one. 
We got one. That was my last one. That's my only one. Okay. Um, you see, uh, they kind of like go over. They put their they put their boots on. They say, "All right, make sure everyone is up by six. Okay. Need to be more responsible about this." Um, and uh, they kind of, you know, equip, you know, um, and then they turn back to you and say, "They, you need me to bring you back anything?" Um, if you stop to get treats and coffee, I will have a little coffee. Only if you're already stopping to get treats and coffee. Do they have coffee here? Is coffee like a thing in Terrifying? If they don't have coffee here, I don't know why the gods would favor this place over Kurthus, to be fucking okay, honest. Okay, I'll look for coffee. I will look for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the last thing they say as they uh, head out. Um, now, the other room. Who's up first? I don't think Brian sleeps super well, so I think she's up pretty early. Okay. Yeah, I think there's a certain point where you like um, hear someone leave in the other room because um, I think your your ears are like very attuned to that kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. I hear a door here. I hear a door to my left, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's I recognize those footprints. I don't recognize those, right? I think you just do that by nature. Yeah. Um, so I think you hear like the sound of someone leaving. Hard to tell if it's Gideon or Julian. They have like very similar footfalls. Okay. Um, but you know that. Um, and you're the first one up. It's about one and a half hours until sunrise. Um, and it's uh, your job to start the day right, bestie. So I think uh, what Brian typically does when she gets up in the morning is she goes and she like checks, no matter where she is, she goes and checks all the windows and all the doors um, to see if there's any like signs that anybody's like come in or tried to come in or anything like that. Uh, she also then will go out. Do you open your door? Yeah, she would. Yeah, okay. Um, there is uh, a small pile of bones in front of it. Cool. Love that for me. Uh, do I... Small little, like, bird bones. Do I know... Just arranged what in a, nice little, a nice little, like, bonfire That would mean... Stack. Uh, roll a religion check for me. Okay. It's like, I'm sure there's a roll for that. That's a nat 20. Nat 20. You know that this is actually, speaking of Abyssa, um, you know Sorry. that this is a common tactic of followers, um, worshippers of Abyssa to uh, foretell the death of their enemies. They're, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a, you know, um, when that like Assassin's Black Mark thing in uh, Skyrim. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that. I haven't played Skyrim in years. I hope that holds up. Um, <laughs> but that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, it's like when you call your shot. They've called a shot. Would I know? Is it safe for me to pick them up or should I leave them where they are? Yeah. The Since it's like a form of worship, you can't have any like traps around it. Since it is like a ritual act, okay. it is very like pure in itself. Right. So these are just going to be bones and they're just left at your doorstep because it is like a set. It is like them honoring their God. Okay. Um, but the shot has been called. Okay. Um, so I'm going to close the door. I'm not going to touch the mm -hmm. bones. I'm going to... Uh, also, question. Did yes. Julian see these when he went for his run? Um, I think Julian just, like, walked down the stairs. Okay. Right? So they didn't They didn't pass your door. And they're really t small bones. Okay. And they're, they were kind of, like, tucked in the corner of, like... You know when it's, like, a wall and a door and there's that tiny little gap, right? Like, of when the wall ends. And there, so it's, like, tucked in the corner, right? Like, right in the corner where you open the door. Mm -hmm. Just a tiny, unassuming pile. Okay. Um, just, like, some, like, 
wing bones and then a single little like bird skull. It's very small. Okay. So I'm going to um, poke my head out and like kind of look up and down the hallway. See if I can like see anybody or anything. Um, Small perception check. Mm-hmm. An 11. Um, an 11. Um, you... So you know the actually rooms down on this main floor are Nettie and Cresswell's bedrooms. Um, I think that you um, kind of like look over the balcony. Um, you can see Cresswell and Nettie sort of like making breakfast for those who come in. Um, you also see Trinity leave Nettie's bedroom, throw her a wink and walk out the door. Okay. I don't know that she's Trinity though. Like I just know no, that. You just see a very, very, very hot water genasi okay. throw a wink, throw a wink at, at Nettie and then leave. Okay. Right. I mean, she's got like water for hair down to her waist. Like there's Ugh. an energy there yeah. uh, for sure. Okay. Uh, but that's what you see. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to kind of observe that, tuck that away for later. And then I'm going to go back into the room and close the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to wake up Adriel. Okay. And I'm oh. going to do that by like very gently and probably kind of creepily. Um, so Brian is because of who Brian is, Brian moves in the shadows a lot. So I think she honestly like doesn't really think about it. She just kind of what side of the bed is Adriel on? Uh, the left side. So like the side that would be closest to to the other bed. Okay. So she's going to like crouch down like right next to the bed and be like this close to your face. And she's going to go. Adriel. Brian. What time is it? What time is it? What? We have a problem. What problem? Adrian will get out of bed. (laughs) Uh, So Brian's going to take, just like walk to the door and open it and just point to the pile of bones. Adriel, you just know. I just know what this is, right? No. What do you mean, no? We can't just say no. No. What do you no. mean, no? Give me a second to process. I've never had someone put bones on my doorstep before, Brian. Who is it? Is it all of us or is it just one of us? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's whoever's in the vicinity. You're Even right. if it's intended for one, you're right. it spreads to the others. Um... Adri is going to um, get, like, a piece of, like, cloth out of her bag uh, and, like, find, like, a pair of scissors, like, a pair of, like, very tiny, like, shears uh, that she has just for, like, medicinal stuff, like, it's in her herbalism kit, uh, and cut, like, a like a square out of, like, a piece of fabric and go over to the bones and, like, very carefully pick them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then can I, like, do an investigation check on them to see, like, if there was any blood used in the ritual or anything like that? Yeah, so so you would know that this ritual, um, like, they would probably have taken these bones, they would have prayed at, like, Abyss's altar, and then they would have taken them to your doorstep and left them here. Cool. So there's not going to be, you're, you're kind of looking at them. I, I'm not going to make you roll or anything. I'm yeah. just giving you, like, because this is your expertise, right? Right. Um, so you're looking them over. This looks standard for the ritual you would know. Okay. 
well. What do Good we thing do? is, we can cleanse them and repurpose them. Great. I don't exactly know how to do a return to sender spell. A what? But a return to sender spell is a spell that you do when someone does baneful magic on you and you're aware that they've done baneful magic. Um, it's kind of like if someone texts you, you can say, no, thank you, bitch, and send it back. Uh, it's kind of like that. Uh, but Mine I don't... looks so blank, has absolutely no idea what you are <laughs> like. She understands that you are saying words to her, but she does not <laughs> comprehend them at all. Uh, I do want to go wake up. Pause. Are Winona or current light sleepers? Winona's a heavy sleeper. Um, I don't think current's like a super light or heavy sleeper. Like if there was if there was a, a loud enough disturbance, current would wake up. Yeah, so are you the are you can say this honestly, like would what has happened so far have woken you up? Uh probably not. Okay, cool. Just wanted to check in, give you guys a chance to say that you were light sleepers. We continue. Brian's just blank. No comprehension. Nothing. We can go talk to Gideon. Is Gideon even sober Gideon. at this point? Hopefully. I don't know. Gideon yeah. knows magic, though. What are we going to do about them? And gestures to Curran and Winona. Uh, I mean, I'm not going far. You're not going far. She'll, like, go over to her journal, write a note, be like, I'm next door. Uh, tear it in half, do it again, and <laughs> put it on both of their pillows. Problem All solved. Right. All right. Uh, and she'll okay. uh, walk next door uh, and lightly knock on the door. Brian's Are both you fall. and Brian going? Yeah. 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 Okay. That sounds good to me. All right. Gideon. Hey. Gideon. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just like at the door? Hey. No, they, they like yelled at the door. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just needed some context there. <laughs> Who is it? Okay, keep going. Uh, Gideon. Can we oh. come in? Uh, Gideon cracks open the door. Brian's looking up at them like this. <laughs> Gideon fucking scowls at Brian. Oh, fuck. <gasps> Brian's gonna scowl back. <laughs> Good morning, Brian. Okay. Gideon, how you feeling? We don't I have time know. for this. I'm glad that oh, you're fine. Oh, we don't? Time for I, what? I, All I, I did was stand here. Did you forget you know, about yesterday? Adrian's going to back up. <laughs> I, what are you talking about? Are you kidding me? You opened your big mouth. I had nothing to do with that. Brian? Can I talk to your girlfriend? Yesterday, you let us go to ease its fidelity. You were supposed to know what the fuck you're talking about. We walk into the lobby. Guess who loses their shit, throws a knife, and almost gets us all killed? Fucking Brian. Can you just get it. Brian's going to put a hand on Gideon's chest and, like, push her backwards into the room. Adra will follow very quietly. <laughs> I think Gideon just, like, lets them come in and then, like, slams the door. Adra jumps as normal. Would that wake up Current or Winona? Current is probably now awake. <laughs> Uh, current, you can see that note that Adriel left you. 
Um, and I'm wondering if I would look at the note and then put the two and tr- start to put the two and two together that there's a note and then there's also slamming next door. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a few minutes to figure that out. We continue in the other room. Okay. Uh, Brian says, did you not feel like the vibes were off when you got into that fucking elevator? I thought somebody was going to try to kill you. I was defending you. Of course the fucking vibes were off, Brian. It's an assassin's guild, and everyone just let me go down the elevator alone. Nobody let you go down the elevator alone. I tried to stop you from getting in. Why did we go in the first place if we weren't going to take the meeting? Did we just want to go just to cause a scene and then get ourselves killed later in the street? And then Gideon, knowing if they that were going to ambush us in the outer hall, would you have rather that somebody was there to defend you or no? If I was going to be killed, I would have been killed already. Thankfully, I managed to navigate my way out of it by giving the lady a vial of my blood, something I may not have had to do what if everyone had come down with me. If everyone had gone down with you, we would all have... Uh, no, I don't... I don't... I want to hear about your fucking hypotheticals, Brian. That's what happened. All right? I'm not giving you hypotheticals, Gideon. I'm just trying to say... I did my best. I did what I could in the moment. I'm sorry that it wasn't what you expected of me. What What's happening now? What What am I needed for? What? How can I help now? Do you come to wake me up? I am awake. Hi, good morning, Adger will say. Uh, I'm glad that you're fine. I'm glad that the rain didn't do anything besides make you a little drunk. Uh, me too. Anyway, um... Bones were left outside of our door this morning. Well, we all know what that means. Yeah. Uh, so. What were you saying about some kind of send it back? We can try to do a return to sender spell, but the ritual is very complicated, and I don't think we have the tools or the time uh, to do so. Can I roll an Arcana check to see if I would know how to do this? Or do we know that we just can't? You can roll a religion check. Okay. You you follow Abyssa pretty closely, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it more Gia? Abyssa. Okay. I guess both, but mostly Abyssa. 16. Yeah, I would also say you get advantage on things pertaining to the Apotheon sisters from here on out. Um, 16. It is hard to return sender on a gift meant for a god. Mm. Right. This is they they this is this is them saying like this kill I'm about to do, that's for my girl. You know, like <laughs> uh that that's the energy of these bones, right? It's gonna be hard to return the sender on that energy. Um now you can certainly pray to other gods for protection against things like that, but that is different from a return to sender scenario for sure. And I think Gideon knows this. Okay, yeah. I think they relay that to Adriel and Brian. So we can't do that. So what do we do? Make sure their offering fucking fails, Adriel uh, will say. Uh, I'll keep y'all alive. I have spells. I can also pray to gods. Brian's gonna take out her one of her daggers and one of her little whetstones that she keeps in her bag 
and just start like idly sharpening her knife. Oh my god. Oh my god. Brian, it's so early. We haven't even had coffee yet. I normally do this in the morning before I go anywhere. And then right. I opened the door and there were fucking bones on the ground. All right. Don't I'm interrupt gonna... my morning routine. My God. Ungrateful little fucking castle kids. I swear to God. What did you just say? What the fuck? If you're going to say something, fucking open your mouth and say it at full volume, Brian. I'm crazy. Brian loses her shit at that. I'm sorry. Brian pauses. Brian, like, pauses. And she, she. I'm sorry. Who's ungrateful? Brian? We've been nothing but nice to you. I've been feeling a little bit edgier since the thing with the Colossal. I don't have a name for it. I don't know why it's happening. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Okay. Well, can I please sharpen my knife now? I'm going back next door to go check on Current and Winona. Yeah, I'll go with you. Would uh, Brian, you like me to stay here? It's up you to like you. To with? I don't know if you would like to be here when Julian gets back. So you are oh, more than no. welcome to either come with or stay here. Stay, go, but I don't give I'll a fuck what you, you do. Uh, Adriel will go back next door. The vibes are off and she hates it. So do Gideon and Brian immediately follow or do they stay back to talk? Gideon, wait. Gideon waits. The door shuts behind Adriel. I wasn't trying to let you go in that elevator alone. What the fuck were you doing, Brian? Even I knew that that was not the right move. I genuinely thought there was going to be a fucking ambush. Everybody was acting weird. Weird, even for a guild hall. I have never been more scared in my life than I was by myself down there. It's fucking horrifying. Of all people who I wanted to be down there with me, it was you. I don't, I... I know the Colossal was upsetting. I need you to get your shit together because I it's need It's not just you. that it was upsetting, Gideon. It's... I feel wrong. Like... Like, extra wrong? Like, uh, like, tra like are we talking about trauma or magic? Sometimes they're the I same. Don't, I don't know what magic feels like, Gideon. I just know that I... <sighs> Look, being here doesn't feel good. I haven't been here in a decade and my dad's in hiding and there's a wanted poster and I'm terrified and then Yastir's getting buried and I, that's, that's a whole, I don't know. But I, I even before all of that, I, I feel like my blood is boiling all the time. And I, I knew, don't know why. I, yeah, I I knew violence was kind of your gig before, but this feels like a step up even from the Brian I knew on Curthus. And I'm sorry. Know. It's okay, you I'm just- You don't have to forgive me, but I'm sorry. 
I'm just confused, Brian. You leave a mixtape, and then now you're crying. You sleep with like your like your ex girlfriend's jam, and I don't understand. What? <laughs> I don't. I don't understand what's going on with you. I thought I, I didn't. I'm I didn't. right here, but there's this unattainable thing, and now that's the thing. Unattainable. I would say getting married next week was pretty unattainable, but based off of your tone, it's I'm telling not, me some I'm other not, things. I'm not, I'm not trying to get you steered back, Gideon. That's not what's happening. That's not why I went to her. Trust me. That's the last thing that I would ever think about. Brian, at this point, do you need to roll a deception check? I probably need to roll a deception check for myself. I lie to myself check. Um, I will roll a deception check, yes. Can I roll perception? It's a it's a it's a yeah, whole insight, it's a whole angel. ten. I just liked watching Kita's reactions to this unfold this whole time. Can I use my um would you like to use your inspiration? I think at this point, Gideon, you ever like look at someone and you're like, I understand you better than you understand you right now. That's exactly what's happening. Gideon kind of nods and goes, sure, Brian. I, listen. Gideon, we said that we weren't going to talk about feelings while we were trying to figure all this stuff out. Okay. We're not. We're done talking about feelings, okay? There's a lot going on. And this place has a lot of baggage for you. And I don't know. I can't even imagine how that feels. So I I don't want to fight with you. I just I I don't need to be able to either. count on you. So let's figure out what what's wrong. Un unboil the blood. Yeah? Like does that sound yeah. good? Okay. So I don't like being mad at you. I don't like feeling my blood boil. It's like contagious. I don't like that. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, too. Would you like to hug? Because I would like to hug. I would like to hug a little. Okay. And they have a... How does this work? Because <laughs> I am what so works? small. Oh, the hug itself. I thought you were asking about no, mechanics. You actually, I'm asking about the mechanics of the hug, but in the sense of Gideon is six feet and Brian is three six. I don't know. You fucking stand on the bed. Does Gideon get down? You tell me. That's you what I'm asking. Yeah. You tell me. You tell me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Gideon's sitting on the bed. That's Brian from there. Okay. Yeah. I think Brian kind of like stands up on her tiptoes and like kind of like wraps her arms around Gideon's neck. Um... And I think there's like a second where she's very, very tense in this hug. Cause she like doesn't know how to be affectionate with somebody. Like Getting this. That's Brian's back, like a dad. Just like I think a... when you do that, she like kind of like melts a little bit. And she gives this kind of like she doesn't cry, but she gives that kind of like hitching little like I might cry kind of breath. Gideon hugs tighter and goes. We'll figure all the bullshit out, and then we'll get the fuck out of here, huh? Okay. Okay. Maybe we we leave bones on somebody else's doorstep. 
I'm joking. I'm sorry. Brian's going to pull back a little bit and like make eye contact with you. And I think it's kind of tense. I haven't forgotten that you're right here. I've been trying to actually. It has worked. Gideon kind of smirks a little and goes, I'm hard to forget. You just have to ruin it, don't you? And then get, she's going to like pull back. <laughs> Kind of like step back from you. Uh, current, um, in that time that you're like alone, right? You like Winona softly snoring off the side. You are accustomed to the beautiful sounds of Winona sleeping at this point, he thinks. Um, <laughs> so um, you've got like a few moments to yourself. What do you do with them? You could wake Winona up. You could go get breakfast. You could pray. You could um, kill someone. You could really do anything. I'm not trying to put a limitation on that. I'm just <laughs> asking, is there anything you do to sort of start your morning? Um, I think that I am getting up and like still processing that I heard like slamming and yelling going on next door. So like, I'm like putting on my clothes, like, I don't understand why we got to fight every day. Why it's always going to be something I just want to sleep. <laughs> and then just like getting ready with like one she wanted to just go out of the door. <laughs> but I probably like as I'm as I am like opening the door, I'm, I'm greeted by um Adriel. Yeah, yeah. Adriel's right in front of you. And what I Sorry, hi. Hi. Um uh Let's not go in there. They're hashing something out. Uh, and she'll like kind of lightly shove current back okay. into the room and close the door behind them. We have a problem. We always have a problem. What? Uh, we have a problem. Uh, Adri will say as she kind of leads current over to the window where because the sun's starting to uh, rise. Uh, and Adri opens the piece of cloth so that current can see the bones in her hand. Oh shit, we have a problem. Yeah, we have a problem. Uh, I prayed to Abyssa last night. This was not what I prayed for. Uh, in fact, I prayed for an answer about what we're supposed to do about some Pura. Uh, but that's fine. Uh, and Adriel, uh, uh, like, make a knot on the edge of, on the end of the fabric uh, so that the bones are, like, uh, encased inside and, like, um, put it like with like her belongings not inside the bag yet because she hasn't had her chance to purify the bones uh but just like in that general uh area are are you did you we, find them who who where were they where did you find these ryan found them outside of our door this oh, morning god yep so there's that uh, there's also the fact that we have a meeting with Simpira in she checks she checks her watch uh, in two hours, uh, and we don't know what we're gonna do about that. I'm. I mean, what, what do you want to do, current? Adriel like sit on the bed. <laughs> I mean, robbing a bake with Gemma does. Seem like it has its upsides. Uh, I want to do the heist. I just don't want to be in Isis Fidelity to do it. I don't like the idea of us once again 
being tied to someone else. Brian did mention that it won't matter much when we go back home, right? I mean, we could just use it to our do leverage. You do you see how they're looking for Gemma, Barrett? Yeah. We make that deal, we leave, and we have assassins and pirates looking for us all over. But if we refuse? I don't know. I mean, she, it didn't seem like she was really... Giving us a choice. Yeah. You know, like giving us a choice, but in the there's only one right choice kind of way. I don't want to say yes, Current. If you want to say yes, I'll support you. But I, I'm not saying yes. If you want to become a really hot snake assassin because you're a druid, I'll support you. That'll be I fucking cool. I mean, you cool. know, it's been my uh, dream. I, I know, and I don't. I'm. Not, I don't want to stand in the way of that. I just an assassin shark. I mean, come on. I mean, you can be an assassin shark without Issa's fidelity. True. But they'd be better off with me. Would you be better off with them? So if we say no. Mm -hmm. Are we prepared to defend that no? I think we have to be, right? I, I, I don't know. Uh, that would require... Everyone but Brian, because Brian's banned from the guild hall, to go to talk to Simpira. I feel like maybe there's something else that, I don't know. She seems very interested in the fact that me, you, and Gideon were not human. Yeah, a little too interested. A little too interested, which is why I don't want to join the guild, current. To give her that access for as long as we live? She's 800 years old, Current. Yeah, she's 800 years old, so what happens when we say no? We offer something else. Do we have something we else? We offer something else. I don't know. I'll find out. I'll figure it out when we get there. I'm prepared to say yes if we need to. I really don't want to say yes. So I will do everything in my power to ensure that we don't have to. But if worse comes to worse and I cannot negotiate, I will not allow you to say yes on your own. And I will say yes with you. Deal? Deal. And she'll hold out her pinky uh, to current package always package always uh and she'll uh kiss uh the top of current's knuckles uh before letting go all right well no no you still sleeping through this no i i <laughs> I, I start to i start to oh my god i've been sleeping yeah. for a while i uh yeah, yeah 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 start to stir awake i'm not really like tuned into what's happening um i'm kind of say like, hey good morning um, and I go to find 
some clothes to put on. And I have a random question. Are, is there a, the ability to shower here? Uh, yeah, there are like a communal shower, like bathroom situation. Um, is it safe floor. to do so? Okay. Yeah. So I think why Nona wants to shower the, like, the, the, the past day of like traveling and, and stuff off of her and get ready for a fresh uh, new day. And uh, Derby, uh, shenanigan. So you all, uh, you all get ready. Um, uh, those who shower, shower. You know, those who sharpen knives, sharpen knives. As we're hopping back in, I think um, about thirty minutes before you're supposed to go leave for your meeting with Sinkira, um, you all notice Julian return with armfuls of shopping bags. Um, and so they come back up to the main room which I imagine most everyone is hanging out in by this chance, or are you all like hanging out at the, like, are you eating breakfast downstairs? Where have you all congregated when Nisha returns about? I think like, I'm, I think I'm in the room right now, uh, getting ready to go to my meeting. Okay, so everyone's still in the room, mm -hmm. chilling? Cool. Brian might've gone down um, to get breakfast because she's finished sharpening her knives. Okay, well, let's say you're about to go downstairs for breakfast when uh, you all hear a, knock at the door hello it's me all right uh Andrew will begrudgingly get up and open the door brian makes this face uh you <laughs> see uh julian there uh just literally like um you know when you try to do all the grocery bags in one trip and so you're like covered um that that is what uh, misha has uh in their arms they, they're like got shopping bags and shopping bags on their arms. I'll go to help. Adri will, yeah, Adri will uh, extend one of their arms and start peeling off the shopping bags. Why no, we'll do the same on the other. Arms. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Misha's like, thanks, thanks, thanks. Why uh, did and you, you go? The door. Well, I went for a run, and then when I was on that run, I was paying attention to what everyone was wearing, and then after the run, I went to the clothing shop, and I bought everyone clothes that didn't stick out like sore Carthinian thumbs. So I, it, it was a bit of a size guess, but I, I, I got a lot of variance because I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know at all. So I, I grabbed a lot of things because uh, I didn't know what everyone would want. But I also think that we need to blend in a little bit more. So there's that. I don't know why they seal their coffee here, Gideon. But it doesn't spill. But it's like in a sealed bag. Wait, the coffee's in a bag? Yeah, the coffee's in a sealed bag. Yeah, don't you put your drinks in bags? When they're when you're taking them places, you don't do that? Brian, I've never seen you do that. Well, I don't take drinks places normally. So, I just drink when I'm at the place and then I leave. So you just have like a loose But if I bag took a drink somewhere, I would put it in. It's not a loose yeah, bag. Yeah, so it's a sealed bag. 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 That's the idea. <laughs> is it hot this, coffee? It's like a big like, bag of coffee. And it's like, it's got like a Capri Sun straw that you're supposed it's to It's sealed so you don't it. spill it. Oh, cool. And Gain just don't takes you put a your milk in a bags? hole in the bag. And no, we don't no. put our milk in bags. Curtis is weird. I've lived there for years, and I still don't understand how you people do things. Baggy beverages, okay? It's coffee, coffee, is it coffee. iced coffee? All right, so who is going to Derby, and who is going to meet with Sampira, and who's staying here and vibing? 
I want to go to Derby, but I'm scared. <laughs> I'm going to Derby. I'm going to Derby. I'll go to Winona. Did you invite others you to Derby? Like to... This is my okay. first question. You... I said I'd show Winona when no. I Winona, if they're not invited, you do not have to fucking invite them. It is only if you I like. offered to show Winona where the hall yes. was, but I'm not inviting myself to actual Derby. I would like I would like to now extend the invite. There you go. If anybody wants to come learn about the the cool thing that is Derby with me. Um they also they also asked to meet my friends. So I mean it is up to you. They asked to meet your friends. Why? I, I, they seemed I don't know. They seemed cool. I I would love to come with you, Winona. However, we have a meeting with a Gorgon lady. Uh, that I'm afraid that if we miss, she will kill Isn't us. So I'm sinister? gonna go do that. Is it sinister if somebody wants to meet your friends? Is that like No, mm. it's actually a good thing. It's actually a form of flirting. Um, normally when like someone is courting you, they ask you if, if you, if, uh, they can meet your friends. People flirt to ask I'm going to look directly friends. at Gideon and raise one yeah, eyebrow. Like when, when you're Gideon good enough, drugs. like when, <laughs> I'm sorry, this isn't from experience. This is from the books I've read from the, from the ground. I, it might be wrong, but I think based on the books that I've read, you like get to the point of like flirting and courting and then. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna be quiet now. I'm gonna get ready for my meeting. Uh, yeah. Winona, you might. Do you flirt with a derby girl? Not intentionally. You got drunk with the derby girl. I, oh, a lot of derby hero. girls. Don't worry, Winona. Oh, at that point, Misha says, "Don't worry, Winona. I will go with you to make sure your honor never comes into question." Should anybody invite you? Oh my, oh my god! They just brought us outfits. Come on. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. Fine. I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, you know, no, you know, you know. I. I'm sorry. It's all right. Um, I'll be. Did you? Get no, Winona invited you. Check in with the ship. Winona invited you, Julian. Winona invited all of us. She extended the invitation, and if anyone has a say on whether or not you should go, it's Winona. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> Uh, Julian like nods and says, "Don't worry. Uh, I hope you all have fun. I'll I'll go plan next steps." Brian's gonna very kind of begrudgingly like stand up and go, "Julian, did you get anything in black?" Oh my god! Yeah, that's like only black or in those six bags. Thank you. She looks like physically pained. <laughs> Misha looks at you with the same amount of physical pain and then just turns around and walks out the door. <laughs> I tried. I'm sorry. I don't know. Adriel looks at Gideon. Are you going to go get them or? I mean, I think they know what they're doing. I... I'm going to go to Derby. I... I, if I can. Okay. Do you guys feel okay without me going to Simpira's lair with you? She might ask for you. You can go to Derby. I'm not going to stop you from going to Derby. I'm just saying she might ask for you. Well, I can't seem too available. You know? She already has your blood. <laughs> exactly. She's got my blood. What else does she need? <sighs> I hope. Oh, God. Yeah. Um. I'd, I'd like to go to Derby. I don't. 
I don't like being beholden to violent women I don't know well, you know? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I don't know what that's like. I'm not saying you don't. I just... We can all blow her off if we all want to. But... I mean, I can go instead if you'd rather go to Derby. No, no, no. You've you've done your time. You went down there alone. Uh, Karen and I can go. Uh, I will say, um, before you go to Derby, uh, make sure that Misha does something not... Make sure they have fun at some point today. I'm worried about them. That's all. Uh, yeah. And she will uh, go into the bags to find something <laughs> to wear out of like all the point, clothes of black. Um, you hear a knock on the door. That's a soft knock. Hello? It's Nettie. I just have a message to drop off. Oh, Nettie. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Atriel will open the door. She is the door opener today, apparently. Yeah, you open the door and she just hands you like this tiny little like folded up scroll. Is it for me? Uh, no, she says it's for Winona. Oh, okay. She hands it to, uh, Audrey hands it to Winona. For Is from your friend? For me? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I open it. I open it slowly. Um, and I read it. Yeah. 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 So this is a letter from uh, a very apologetic letter for Evie. She's like, Hey, I'm so sorry. We have to cancel derby practice this morning. They kicked us out so that they could prepare for the batch brawl. Those jerks. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then she says, like, we're working out in the gardens outside of the... Um, she writes, like, we're doing whatever fantasy yoga is um, outside of the temple across the street from where you're at. Okay. Uh, I know yoga isn't as fun as derby, but, uh, if you're stressed. Brown's <laughs> yeah, That's what I was looking at, too. I was like, if, 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 if you're stressed and you, and you, and you want to relieve some, you know, some stress, stress in your body, we can go... Stretch it out, or I can totally help you do whatever, wherever you need me. No, you should go if you want to go. Yeah. I, mean, I don't, I'll, I'll I don't want to stretch in, in, in the open. <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough. You know, fair enough. Um, sure. Uh, are you sure you don't need me? You want me to come along? Do I need to, like, you know, do anything? Well, no, no. If you're grown. offering, I'm never going to say no to you coming I'm, along. However, uh, if I'm this not, girl is courting you, I don't want to stand in the way of that. So you should go to yoga. To be a date. I can come Y'all with. I'm just not going to. You want to go make friends. I then, uh, you can go make friends. I'm just saying I did. Do okay. you want? I don't want to yes. stretch in the open. Yes. But yes, I will, Winona, I will, for you, if that's what you want. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, that's right. It's a date. It's a date officially now. Uh, no, y'all have a point. Yeah, we can and... tap around the date. I'm going to go. I'm just going to. All right, so then we're going to start with Winona. So, um, Winona, Brian, and Gideon, you all head out. Winona, 
Um, and are you, did you, did you dress in the terrifying clothing that Misha picked out or did you stick to your casual wear? Um, I probably stick to like my, my, my pants and stuff, but I probably put on like a, a shirt. So I'm not like a hundred percent like sticking yeah. out, you know, so like mix and match. Perfect. Cool. Yeah. So, um, you all head out. Um, it's so different here in the morning. I think this is the first time you've ever spent a morning here. Very beginning of the Beauty and Beast, like, bonjour, bonjour. Uh, but it's terrifying, and they're all crying hearts. So, um, <laughs> sorry, this is this is how DMing is. Um, so you know, you know, people are selling like fr fresh baked goods on the streets. You know, um, people know each other. People are saying hi. You know, there's a lot of like, oh, didn't you leave to go on a mission like a week ago? So you've been gone for months. You know, that kind of stuff you're overhearing. Um, and you head across the street and you actually see, um, there is this really large domed building that has kind of caught your attention a little bit when you were walking in before. Um, and with like two sort of long out branching buildings. Um, and as you approach, you realize that, um, this is, you are used to Kerfus where like the entire top third of Kurthus is a church, right? Um, it's very different, right? That that means it's like there are buildings and buildings and buildings, right? There's one for each god. It's different here. This is the only building that houses worship. Um, but it's also the most well lit. There is the most greenery here. Um, you know, you see people sort of like, uh, sort of like bow their heads when they pass as a sign of respect. Um, and you sort of walk over. So if there's this, um, let me, let me get a little, little diagram up here in a little blank spot. So if this is the little like big gazebo building, uh, which you've not been inside yet and the two like long buildings on either side of it, um, in the middle right here in this area that I am poorly drawing is nine statues um beautiful marble um you can actually look at their broken bases and see that they have been moved here from some previous place in the old world this is probably like thousands of years old and like you know uh one of the few standing markers of what used to be um and in the middle of this circle, you can see all the Derby girls, except for they are equipped. Um, so they are, most of them are wearing like leather armor pieces um, and are standing, cause this is around the, in the circle of these nine statues are, it's actually one of the only grass patches in uh, Terrapine. And so you can see that they're standing in this grass and they are doing this type of meditation but you can see they're all meditating like with their weapon of choice. Um, so you can actually see um, some of them are like doing, oh, it's almost like a Tai Chi moment kind of, um, like a Tai Chi capoeira kind of thing um, as, as they include like balancing their weapon, right? And some of them have like axes and stuff. And so it's that like long moment of like holding like a, a heavy great ax in the air, like as you're lunging right? Like they're, that's what they're doing. It's like a suffusion. It's like a meditative mind state for battle that you see that they're working on. And you can see that, um, 
who the person who is leading them through it is actually Trinity. Um, so she's talking them through it. She'll be like, and now we are going into the lunch and we are bringing the weapon into the arc tonight pose, sustain it there. And that's what you kind of hear as you approach. Cool. Um, I don't want to interrupt, so. I you don't want to interrupt, but uh, unfortunately, Evie will interrupt for you when she sees you approaching. Uh, you see, she goes, okay, we're, we're right here. Uh, no, I, no, no, I just called you Kita. LOL. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, I'm talking to me. I am always um, talking to you. She says, oh, no, no, we're right over here. Ah, okay. And I, I, I wave and I try to, um, not try, I walk to the back of the, the pack. So I'm not like taking up too much space because I just need to like watch and see what they're doing because I'm not going to stumble all over myself and just assume. So I'm just going to stand in the back very quietly and kind of watch as everything's happening. Yeah. And so Evie's looking at you and she's giving you um, not a critical eye, but a measured one. Um, and she's kind of speaking low so that Trinity can still talk and lead the others through like their movements. But mm. she looks at you, she says, so what's your weapon of choice? I've got an axe. Do you use axes most of the time? I mean, when I need to, yeah. I don't like using it when I when I don't need to, because that's aggressive. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Um, so like a great axe, one-handed axe, what are we talking? One hand, like, I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty heavy. Um, and so I just like kind of do my like, pull it out of my like back pocket sheath probably not safe to keep your axe back there but I pull it does it anyways yeah um and so Evie gives it an interesting look and she kind of like holds her hands out respectfully and she says do you mind if I take a look at the craft sure yeah and I just kind of like gently place it in her hands and she takes it and she begins looking it over with like a measured eye of an expert. And she says, so where did you get this? Um, I kind of just honestly happened upon it. Um, I don't really have an impressive. Like from an enemy or on the street? Or... Uh, in the alley. Your main weapon of choice is an axe you found in an alley? Is there a problem? It was free. <laughs> that actually gets Evie to laugh. She's like, no, it's free. Like, I get it. Um, yeah, I think I'm just really passionate about weaponry. I think that, you know, dance, fighting is like dancing, like painting. You know, if you're an artist, your tools have to be top notch. Mm -hmm. Do you think that this axe is worthy of you? Now, that is a question no one has ever asked me. Uh, no pun intended. Um, I mean, I mean, I did just kind of admit that I just kind of picked it. Uh, so I, I don't really know. You know, never really gave it that much thought. It was it was trusty. It was it, it works. You know, it, it does its job. Um, I, I like to think that I, I do my job. Um, so maybe, maybe not. I kind of get the sense that you're saying no. 
Is that what you're trying to, you're trying to say that you're trying to? Uh, no, I mean, it's all you, right? Whatever makes you perform best makes you perform best, but here. And she kind of focuses for a moment and she, uh, she, you can see this like flash of light in her hands. Um, she's holding your axe in one hand, uh, but there's a flash of light in her other hand and this axe takes form. Um, as she mutters some sort of spell underneath her breath. Um, and this axe has this beautiful, like, sharpened blue metal blade um, with an engraved hilt on it, um, like something of, like, legacy and, like, power. And she says, well, I got this from a warlord once, and axes aren't really my thing. I could sell it, but how about you use it and you see if it's a weapon worthy of you. And if it is, keep it. And if it's not, you can stick with what works. And then she holds both the axes out towards you. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. You, a lot just happened. So you just, you just got this from a warlord. No, I killed him. He was holding his entire town in captivity. Okay, well, good on you. Um, fucking props for that one. Uh, fuck that. Um, so you're trying... Okay, so wait, hold on. You're just gonna give this to me, no strings attached. Yeah. Complete, like, if I, if I choose that I want to use the sax... Oh, so you're giving it's me the axe of a dead man. I just, nah, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, he's not doing anything with it, is he? No. You know, you're right. Um, You know what? I find, I've been on a lot of missions out there, you know, and I find a lot of peace in using the weapons that they use to bring violence, to bring justice. Oh, and this is the first time that you've seen me be like pretty serious. Okay, I like the sound. I mean, I like that reframing a lot, actually. Uh, fuck it, why not? Let's try it. Okay, so she hands you uh, both weapons, and we cut now to uh, Kurt and Adriel. How are you getting ready for this? Uh, I think Adri is kind of just, like, looking over her spells and, like, looking at the clothes, all the clothes that Julian brought, and it's like, what is the most intimidating piece of clothing that is in these bags? And so all of the clothing out of all, like, all of the clothing that are were in, like, the six bags are now all uh, spread between the three beds that are in this main bedroom. <laughs> um... I don't, Kurt, what do you wear to a meeting with the guild master that might kill us? I think Kurt is kind of casually laying, like laying on the bed, um, maybe with like her feet up, kind of just like, you know, if a friend was doing something in the room, in their room and you're kind of just sitting on the friend's bed watching them do it. And I'm like, I mean, I thought we'd look pretty badass in our own clothes, but I guess not. Okay, what's what's? Let me see. What are what are we? What are we? They're all black. 
keep in mind you've only got about 20 minutes yeah uh, and it's a 10 minute walk Edry takes like the three different outfits that she had picked out and like tosses them over to current i mean i guess this this one and i'll just like randomly okay. grab one and hold it up Okay, fine. And she'll like uh, immediately just start changing in the room uh, as they start discussing uh, strategy. Um, Kern, have you landed on what you want to do? I, a part of me really wants to join and I can't tell you why. but I kind of want to okay. say yes. <clears throat> okay. Well, we'll take that meeting and a promise is a promise and a deal is a deal. So if at the end of it, you still want to say yes, I will say yes with you. And if saying yes puts you in danger, that's not a question. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I'm I'm pretty much ready. Um, she'll say as she kind of like um, pulls her uh, like like pulls like her normal like jewelry on and stuff. Um, and she'll like grab her spell book and like a small notebook and be like, "I'm good. Whenever you're good." And uh, I'm going to opt to wear my clothes. And I'm going to put on the uh, put on the shoes, the boots that I got from. Um, oh my gosh, Elise! Yes, my, your my boots of elven kind. Yes. Let me drop those on your character sheet. Um, and that's what's up. I think we just start walking over once we're ready to go over to Simpira. I think we. I think Adriel sees them doing yoga across the way. And like, yeah, so I guess Winona, uh, Brian, and Gideon, will you tell us what Adriel and Current see? I think I'm trying to like fall into their formation, but the, the, the new axe is so, it feels so much denser that I'm like kind of struggling to like keep some of my form with it. And I'm like shaking a lot, even though like, even though I, I know I'm strong and like can do the thing like trying to flow really well isn't part of that yeah i think i think um evie sees you she she ends up working beside you at one point evie is um when she like brings you see like two her hands flash with light and you see this spiked chain uh kind of through it in her hands um, and this seems to be like her main weapon of choice that she's kind of like stretching behind her back as she'll go and she, you know, she stretches like that. Um, but she, she's standing next to you. And I think, um, she looks over, um, and she says, are you self-taught? For the most part, yeah. What's your favorite part of fighting? I would I would say the the rush that I feel. Um, I think at least I, I never I never fight anybody 
I mean, out of out of anything. I don't I don't know how to explain it, but like I don't know. When I'm when I'm beating the shit out of somebody that deserves it and has done wrong or has you know, has some sort of fucked up price to pay and I'm the one that that can be that deliverance, it feels really good. I know that sounds like really negative. No, I get it. But there's something about <clears throat> being nice, but then also having a having a side that I can let loose and like have fun and like not I don't always fight people to give them a beat down, but like I don't know. And that rush of energy, does it get in your way or does it is it the thing that makes you perform well? I think it's the thing that makes me perform well. Okay. So these exercises are for when that adrenaline runs dry. When okay. you've expended everything you have and you don't have any more, it's going to be these grounded moments that help you stand back up. So ground your feet to the earth. Okay. Keep your chest up and know that this is going to keep you alive when it matters. And that's the advice she gives you. Okay. I, 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 I do that and I try my best to like really start to concentrate. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, do you think this makes Winona improve or do you think she st- she gets even more nervous? What do you think happens? I think at least when like, like Winona takes training very seriously mm-hmm. um, because like, you know, like fighting down at, um, down at the, the underground bar, you know, and like trying to like be confident and be like a winner there and like trying to be strong for herself, like though she is nervous i think at least having the having the 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 viewpoint that this will make her a stronger fighter and this will hopefully keep her and her friends alive while they're down here is more important than like the nervousness that she has about the social situation that she's in yeah then i think what adriel and currency are it's like a moment when winona looks a bit shakier and then evie comes over and quietly talks to her and then you see Winona really come into her own. You see her feet get grounded and her moves really extend to their full possibility. Um, and I think you see uh, um, the, the half-work girl whose name is Lovey. She like throws you like a, an excited thumbs up when she sees you like doing well, um, right? She's, she's really happy to see you succeeding. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gideon and Brian, what the frick are you doing? I think Gideon's wearing some uh, mesh black athleisure. (laughs) If they're a magic user, do they have like a weapon to work with or are they just stretching? Um, Yeah, you see a few magic users working with quarterstaffs. That seems to be like what, uh, because these magic users are armed no matter what. No one in Hawkmongrass doesn't have some kind of something to 
Okay. Um, so that's just kind of a hawk mongrel's motto, uh, truly. So um, it's going to be either like they dual wield with a sword, um, like a one-handed sword, or they have a quarterstaff. Okay. Then, yeah, I think Gideon's borrowed a quarterstaff and it's just like behind Winona kind of trying to like mirror her and do their best. Yeah, I think at a certain point, like, Evie notices you, and then, like, she leaves her spot in the circle and instructs you to come stand next to Winona. Um, okay. okay. And I think, like, Evie's gi- giving you similar instructions. Um, Brian, what about you? So I think Are Brian... You fucking tree? No. I think okay. she actually does stay, like, down on the ground with her really yeah um but i think she just is kind of like observing um i don't know that she's necessarily participating um but i think like she is kind of like you know when you're rehearsing a routine like in the wings of a show and you're just like i know the moves yeah that's kind of what she's doing that's so fucking funny okay jughead okay jughead um Okay, um, and so uh, current and uh, after all, that's what you see as you're walking by. They look like they're having fun. What the, f- what the fuck are they, they doing? I think I they have weapons. I said yoga. I, I, that's not what yoga looks like on Curtis. Is, 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 is Brian doing yoga? I think Brian is. I think Gideon's doing yoga. Gideon's doing yoga. With them, and Andrew will, will will say this as like they're, they're both walking toward Sinfira's <laughs> lair, uh, but she's both kind of just like looking back. It's like, what the fuck? Keep taking little little snaps back. Every yeah, they're really they're really into it. I don't know. It looks it looks like yeah. it's helping. Oh, look at Winona. Is that a different axe? Oh my, it's glowing. You should have went to yoga. I'm sorry, did you want the Gordon no, lady no, to you're right, you're right. on us? Because no, I right, didn't. You're right. let's, let's... Yeah, that's what I thought. We cut now uh, to you all in the elevator. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the same little bickering happening. Um, like it's, But it's like nervous bickering, right? Um, and you're not going down. You're actually going up this time. Oh no. Uh, which is a little confusing. Um, you have been told that you are going to Sempira's private office. Um, so, uh, which is basically like a red velvet den when you, uh, arrive. Um, there's a lot of velvet on the wall. There's a lot of velvet on the furniture. There's cold marble on the ground, black marble. I think if you look up to a far corner, there's just a little bit of blood that wasn't quite cleaned up all the way. Um, As you all get in, um, you see that there is this giant mahogany desk that could easily fit three people safely going about their work day uninterrupted at it. But only Sempira sits behind it, this huge long back chair that extends like two or four feet above her head. Um, These metal snakes, just like sunbursting out from behind it to give almost the the more of an appearance of her largeness, right? Um, and she's just like drinking a mimosa 
and just like looking over bank ledgers uh, with like some um, like intimidating hot glasses when you all come in. Um, she, that's what she's doing. Um, you can see some assistant in the corners working away. Um, you also, can I get a perception check from each of you? Fourteen. You want above a thirteen? Okay, so fourteen. Adriel, um, there's a there's like a few hallways leading away from here. You kind of get a look um, out of the corner of your eyes as you're getting familiarized with this place. You actually, I don't know if it scares the shit out of you or not. You do have some experience dealing with shadows in alchemy, um, with the Arcanon, but you've never seen a indentured soul uh in person before and those are what are floating to and fro in the hallways doing some Pira's work for her adriel will lean over to current and go yeah no i changed my answer to no bestie do you see those is that what i think it is Yes. I'm sorry, are we whispering in my office? No, hi, Sympira. Good morning, Mr. Good morning. Sympira. Good morning. Take a seat. There are these uh, deceptively, you know, when you kind of like sit down and then like you really like sink into a chair. Uh, that's these chairs that are sort of in front of uh, Sympira as you two are told to sit down. Well, how was your first night in Terrapine? It was all right. Where did you stay? Flushing pair. Mm. Good choice. And tell me, did the morning light give way to wisdom? In a way it did. Adriel will like take a moment because she doesn't know how to tell Simpira that she does not want to join her guild. <laughs> Mistress Simpira, I'm sure that there are other things that we could offer you besides membership that you might desire. Sure, I'd take your ship. Not our ship. You, you asked us to join Isis Fidelity. I'm unsure if that's what I personally desire at this point. And what is it that you desire, Miss Holotide? The ability to make my own choices, Mistress Simpira. I would never take that from you. All of my guild members know what freedom really means. At this point, she stands up. She slowly walks around her desk. She's not looking at you, but the snakes in her hair are. Mm -hmm. She slowly walks around the desk and then comes to sort of lean 
in front of it. She's no more than two feet away from the two of you at this point. So. Terrapinion citizens will spend tens, if not hundreds of years of their lives vying for a spot in my guild. And yet the offer doesn't seem to entice you. Why is that? I don't know if I am necessarily looking to join a guild at this present moment in time. No, you're looking for a map. My map, right? Right. So. If you have no interest in starting a relationship with me, I have no interest in indulging in kindness for anyone who's not one of my own. That's how I've stayed alive all this time. You understand, right? Of course. What do you think about this, Corinne? I, um, just wondering if that same freedom that uh, comes with membership is that same freedom of choice granted should we refuse? Tell me. The citizens of Terrapine, or the citizens of Curthus, the ones who are poor, who are born poor, who die poor, who die for other people's fights, or for sickness that they can't afford to heal. Do you think that they're truly free? I think that they're perhaps freer than your friends roaming the hall. If you were nervous about them, you just had to ask. These are all people who made deals and could not follow through on them. I have a lot of people who try to take advantage of me. So, in not taking advantage, if we chose to walk away, how would that suit your interests? I don't think it does. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't hear anything enticing from you all, which is kind of disappointing. I mean, you are all full of such potential that I would love to help you fulfill. But I cannot save someone from mediocrity. I think current will kind of turn and give Adriel this look of just like, I'm trying really hard to contain myself after that comment.
Are you angry, Current? She leans forward towards you. She's maybe six inches away from your face. Maybe frustrated is the word. Oh, are you frustrated? Is it because you don't have the power here? And I do? It's because I'm not sure if I should hand my power over. Darling, you don't even begin to know what your power truly means. That is my offer, to help you discover it, to make your decisions on your terms fully empowered without worries of consequence. That is what I promised the members of Fidelity, and it's what I've delivered for hundreds of years. And how do I know that I can trust your word? And which of my words are you hoping to trust? The promise of power? You can go ask any of my guild members. They corroborate my words. By choice? Yes. I think current will kind of nod and uh, kind of sit back to think for just a moment. Um, they're really going back and forth in their mind at this point. We have offered you nothing enticing, Mistress Impira. And we don't have any strings on one another. We don't owe anything to one another. Would you no, agree? But you certainly want a fair deal from me, no? They have given us other options that don't inquire that don't require a map. I'm not entirely sure if this is the route that I necessarily want to go on at this very point in time. And what route are you thinking of attending? Why is it oh, I don't know, heading to Miriage City to try your luck there? because you don't seem to be faring well enough here to handle that town on your own. Or perhaps you were chasing that other lead. What was it? That key in the sacred grove? I sent people out to retrieve that two days ago. I don't hear a lot. I don't necessarily want to join you at this point, Mistress Impira, and you obviously don't care for me very much. I care a great deal for you, Adriel. Do you care for me or I my heritage, Mistress Impira? That you have to get that nasty, icky little church right out of your head mm. so that you can start living for yourself. I could help you do that. I'm good. Then leave. Perfect. Now. Uh, current, are you coming or going? Current will stay. Our conversation's not done. It's okay, Adriel. I'll be there soon. Okay. Adriel will get up. Uh, look at current. Just kind of like searching current's eyes for a second. And there's definitely a little bit of fear there. 
current you can come if you want you can current she's not lying but decisions about power and control are important and they have consequences and my friends they're free to walk away of course if Adriel is determined to stay a pretty little church girl her whole life, well, I can't take that chastity from her, can I? I'll stay, Adri. Okay. And Adriel leaves. At this point, um, Sampira sits in the chair that Adriel was sitting in, and she kind of changes it so it's directly angled towards you and you feel your chair move to do the same of its own volition. And is looking at you and she says, you must have been so bored up there. I did have to find things to make my time more interesting. And how does it feel to have the first 20 years of your life taken from you? Feels like maybe that's just the way Curthus works for a lot of people. It's the way Curthus works for everyone. You know, Curthus can actually be traced back to one of the ancient civilizations uh, from before the wilds the very same civilization of which several of their knights trapped me for 150 years behind a boulder in a dark, sunless cave for year after year after year. And when I finally made it out, she sort of gestures behind her, the whole world had changed. I decided at that point, no longer would I let people take my time or my power from me. Can you say that you're feeling the same? Can I ask a question? Of course, Karen. Why? Why did they lock you up? Men have always been afraid of powerful women, right? Tell the truth. All I offer you is a means to an end. You must give to take. I know who I am. You have no idea who you are. Hmm. 
you can do something about that. You could help find out who I am. You mentioned not, you mentioned thinking that my parents weren't dead. Was there any truth behind that? Yes, there's no reason for me to lie to you about that. If you were an orphan, I'd say so. But Hurricane Genasi are very rare, and their deaths usually leave quite a mark. So for you to give, what do you need from me? What do you need to take? Here's the thing. I think you and I could make each other better. I seek to understand Kirthus more, and I seek to have a bit of a say in how all of that situation unfolds. I can't let anyone come to power who would jeopardize the safety of my people. And by my people, I mean every citizen of Terrifying. Kurthus has tried to eliminate us several times in the last hundred years. And it has been on my account, with some help of the cadavers, and on my account alone, that my people stayed safe. My offer is that we use each other to keep our people safe. And who knows, even the bonds of friendship or mentorship can be born from such a situation, but I prefer to leave those things up to chance. A small smile will come across the corner of Kern's face. Help each other. And if I ever decided at some point that I couldn't help anymore, then together we'll find ways to make you helpful. One more question. Ask away. Why did you take Gideon? I raised a young tiefling girl from the age of about three. I'm not her mom. She was a good little apprentice. She's 21, 22 now. Time is weird. Dead ringer for this Gideon. I intend to find out. If I said yes, what does that mean for right now? Well, Alonia's agreed to train you. She seems quite fond, and she's our best trainer. From the assassin track, of course, you don't ring as much of a captain to me, but am I wrong? I think I prefer the shadows. 
Leandro. Lusos on your ship will handle your training when you leave. I give you a map. You let my people take notes about your ship because Corthus doesn't deserve to hoard that information anyways. It belongs to the people. And I help you make your dreams come true. You just have to tell me what they are. And I'm assuming that I'm not to leave unless you have an answer. Do you want to leave? No. I don't think so. My choices can't come at the cost of them. No, you would make this choice for them. Andrea wasn't brave enough to make this choice. She doesn't understand that power is a give and a take. If all you do is take, you'll run out. I'm also a bit disappointed your brine doesn't visit me. Do you think that they're going to be a problem? Problem? Well, you see, one of my best guild members, her name is Hestira. She's getting married next week. And this brine really broke her heart when she left. She cried for a whole year and it was devastating for me to watch. I would not see it happen again. I don't think brine is out to cause any hurt or heartache. We're here for business, that's all. I trust you, Curran, and I would hope that you would help keep it that way. I think I've made my choice. I think you made your choice before you walked in. I think that you know I've made my choice. choice. I know, but it's okay to be afraid every now and then. And Sapira holds out her hand. And uh, Current will, Current will uh, reach out and uh, grab Sapira's hand. When you grab Sapira's hands, all of her snakes like point at you and they all all at once in this bold, like violent, Um, You see her eyes glow for a moment, and this hourglass take place right below your wrist, the mark of Isis Fidelity, same to the one you so bore. 
and you hear her mutter the words, bound by blood, forged in power, fidelity is the sum of its parts. And there's a moment of like blinding pain as this sears across your arm, but then a light euphoria takes place afterwards. What was that? Just the ritual. If you press three fingers to this mark and utter the word fidelity, the nearest fidelity members mark will glow and they will know you are in danger. Yes. Does this make sense? All right. Now, this is already so much for one day, Kern, and I don't wish to overwhelm you. This is one of your first days out of Kirkness. Congratulations. Today you were brave. Go and reap the benefits. Go be bold, get drunk, go kiss someone. We'll start our work tomorrow. Guess tomorrow right. we'll find out if I was either brave or, like you said when we first met, foolish. We're all fools when we start, Clarence. That will be gone soon. Thank you, Mr. Sahir. You're quite welcome, dear. You can go. And current uh, will turn around and go back to walk towards the um, the elevator, and I think just in current fashion, they're going to run their hands along the red velvet wall before they go in because they do that. Hell yeah. Where is Adriel waiting for current? Outside. <laughs> Sorry, I have a baby up here. Outside. All right. Um, when at, when current steps out into like uh, the the outdoor air, outdoor, indoor air. Uh, what does, what does Adriel see current like? Um, I don't want to, I like, I, I think current is kind of like solemn, like the, the, the adrenaline is pumping. So like, they're kind of shaking a little bit too, but not in like a, not in like an afraid way. That's just like, oh my gosh, so much just happened. And maybe the fear is more of shit. Now I have to explain all of this to Adriel and everybody else. Um, and kind of just looking at the mark uh, on, my, on my wrist. You ready to go? Yeah, let's go. Adriel will start walking in silence. Uh, she does not want to unpack this. It's about ten minutes until the brawl. Uh, so do you guys head straight there? Yeah, I think I think Adriel is going to start walking in that direction. Uh, like she's not opposed to the conversation. She's just not going to be the one to initiate the unpacking of the conversation. <laughs> Um, I think current will be walking towards that way too. head down and, and I'll just go. Did you know that I'd say yes? Yes. I kind of knew you did. You've never been one to 
say no to Adventure Current. I just don't want it to end in any of you getting hurt. But it felt like it was something I had I... to do. I'll keep my opinions to myself, Current. I don't want to take this from you. And I don't want you to grant me undue forgiveness. I'm not asking you to not be mad. I'm not asking you. I'm not mad with you, Current. I'm not angry with you. You're your own person. I'm not going to tell you that you're not allowed to join a guild. That would be silly. I know. We just, we've done everything together. I want to make sure that my choices leave you okay, too. I don't trust her, current. I know. But at least you're one of them, so you'll be safe. This could help. Actually, she thinks my parents are alive. I hope that she helps you find them, current. I hope that I did the right thing. I hope she keeps her word, current. Me too. Adra will kind of like look, uh, like ahead. Um, we cut now to if we're good. I'm gonna cut over, mm -hmm. uh, and you can tell me if anything else is discussed on your final way there. But I want to know you all had like a 45 minute break in between meditation and brawl time. What do you all do in that third? Do you just grab lunch? Do you do anything specific? The three of you. What do I? What do I need to know as your DM? I think Gideon's just trying to talk to all, like, the Hawkmongress people and get to know them. Just yeah, I think, like, you and you both, you and Winona stay back and vibe with the, the Derby, the Derby girls. Winona, do you end up keeping the axe? Uh, I think I do. I think that makes Evie so happy. I think she, like, beams when you tell her. Um, and then she's like, I got a jolt, though. I, I got to get, yeah. I'm not even wearing any of my armor. I gotta go armor up if I'm gonna win this brawl. By the way, if you're entering, um, I'm gonna kick your ass. See you later. <laughs> and that's like the last thing she says to you before she leaves. Um, so yeah, that's 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 what she Shit. does. <laughs> okay. Um, do we have armor? You have knee pads. Talk. Uh, no. We need armor for this fight. Brian has some leather armor that she wears, like, with her sneaky clothes. You're wearing medium armor. Winona, when, when, you have medium armor at your disposal. Um, you you okay. have okay. 16. Oh, wait, no, you're a barbarian, so you might not need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have unarmored defense as one of your barbarian skills. So that says when you are oh, not sick. wearing any armor, your armor class equals 10 plus your dex modifier, plus your con modifier. Um, and so you have an armor class of 16, which is actually pretty dang high, especially for being only level five. Okay. Um, but that just means like barbarians okay. are like, nah, it's my skin, bro. <laughs> um, and that's just kind of their- Oh, energy. okay, okay, cool. Um, All right, so never mind. That was more me not knowing the game. Yeah, no, game. yeah. So that's the thing is Winona okay, just cool. doesn't fucking need it. And I think that's so cool because everyone else like has like tons of metal Sick. on. And then Winona's just like, yeah, it's a bomber jacket. What? <laughs> and I love that. Sick. 
I fuck it. I didn't ask anything. <laughs> oh yeah. No questions here. <laughs> uh should we should we find should we should we eat something? Should we find the others? I've never been to a I mean, I've been to like a kind of bachelorette party. I've this never is been not going to be a, like oh, that. Brawl. I know. That's why I'm like, should we prepare? Should we? I'm... Is there like some? Uh? Are you hungry? Did you eat this morning? No. I didn't. Okay, then we should. I mean, it's all bagged you... coffee, but I didn't know we should how. Probably to... get you some. Oh, I can show you. It's pretty easy. <laughs> Just take the little. You see the little. Uh, do you have a bag of coffee? Not okay. on me. Um, I'm gonna go buy. I'm gonna go buy Winona a bag of coffee and like a yeah. Let's sandwich. get food. Yeah, um, okay, and when cool. we get our breakfasts, I'm gonna take the bag of coffee. Like I get one for myself as well, and so I'll show you that. Like you can take the little straw off and like poke it in the pouch. Oh. Is so? Do I just hold it? Is there like a little? Hole yeah. No. So you just you just middle? like see this part where it like kind of looks like thinner than the rest of it. That sounds just dangerous. stab it, and then Brian will just. Okay. Stab it. And then take a sip. I think Winona doesn't, like, calculate how strong, like, or how, like, <laughs> gentle she needs to be with the bag. She just kind of just, like, no! <laughs> Brian, like, kind of jumps back a little bit because coffee splashes on her and she's like, okay, I'll get you another one. Uh, don't do that next time. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. She'll buy you another coffee. Thank you. I got it right Yeah, time. excellent. Do you all uh, dress up or anything to go to this batch brawl? Or you, do you decorate your armor in any life. way? You, uh, you... Do we what have to? Mean, dressing Brian? up. Brian, Brian's not going to change anything that she's wearing. She doesn't care. She's not the one to ask about that. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't have armor because I do gay magic. So, uh... <laughs> Does Gideon say yeah, that? So <laughs> I mean, should you bring? You don't have anything. Uh, I've got. I mean, I've got like these, and she's gonna like kind of like pull on like her sleeves to show you like her leather armor pieces that she has on. Uh, I'm I'm typically not up close to people. I just kind of wear cool cloaks and stuff and look intimidating in the back and blow things up. Um. You might get whacked around a little bit at this yeah, thing. Yeah, well, that's okay. I don't mind getting whacked around a little. These are nice folks. Um, I I literally don't have armor to wear, or else, or else I would. But we could probably go find you some. I mean, there's shops. It's not. Do we have time to do that? Yeah, you've got like forty minutes to shop yeah, your little. Got enough time. Out. Sure, I I guess if there's like mage armor. Is there a shop where we can acquire some armor for Gideon? Let me look at mage armor. I said that really <laughs> confidently, and then I realized that maybe I didn't actually know if there was a shop. Yeah, hold on. Let me let me take a look at this for you. Um, let's see. I don't know. I um I think they would be. I think you would need like robes, Gideon. Right? Like they would be. They would be uh, robes that you were able to like you know, able to uh, sort of escalate your... Oh, um, well, I guess my parents' cloak, if you will. That'll do. 
That's true. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because actually that does provide an additional plus one to your AC. I just haven't told you yet, like a jackass. Ah! Um, so that, that is going to bump your AC um, from 13 to 14. So you do have at least okay, that cool. um, going for you, my sweet friend. Um, hell yeah. Perfect. I mean, if you just like dodge out of the way and try not to get hit too bad, you should yeah. be fine. Yeah, that's a good strategy. You get yeah. it. That's what I'm going to do. I don't. I'm just here to have fun. Not gonna. I don't really wanna, what if we walk them down the aisle? That would really suck. So I kind of, I don't know if I want to win, you know? Um, and I think like, I think you all are like walking in the street when, oh my gosh, it's almost like this is a Disney Channel original movie. The five of you bump into each other as you're all walking in the same direction. Oh, uh, how'd it go? Yeah, I'm fine. I I mean, you're alive. That's good. It's a good sign. Doesn't sound fine. Uh, Adria will shake her head a little bit. I'm fine. Uh, Winona, how was yoga? It was great. I feel rejuvenated. I'm ready to take on this brawl. I'm excited. Current? You good? Good. I'm good. How are you? Can I roll a perception check to see if I notice the new mark on her arm? Sure. Unless uh, Curran has done something to disguise. Uh, no, I don't think so. Ooh, can I also? Okay, man, go for it. Please. And now oh, my so many nat 20s tonight. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I'm rolling for you, right? Get Actually, in. I was able to roll. I did it. No, Molly rolled. <gasps> oh my god! Wait, you're <laughs> Powerful, yeah, incredible. Funny. I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. Yes, everyone sees the mark. Oh. Um, on okay. sweet Corinne's uh, arm. Well, that could be useful moving forward. We don't have to talk about it right now, but just. Gideon puts an arm around Current and kind of squeezes them. And goes, I don't know if it sounds weird, but I'm kind of proud of you because I bet that was terrifying. I didn't even want to go back. So, she was scary, but it was kind of kick ass. Yeah, that's kind of your style. I feel like I'm sensing that about you. I got a free tattoo. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it hurt. Damn. Okay. Sick. I think Curran will even exaggerate how much it hurt, even a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, it was so painful. Entirely leave out the part about feeling just euphoric two seconds later. Just like, yeah, it still kind of stings. Oh my god, that's so funny. Okay, well, so all of you are walking to uh, the Hawkmonk Rest House, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is specifically, um, and I think Brian can explain this to you all as you walk. Um, So there are two buildings. as you approach, you kind of turn um, down this, uh, right, we were, we, let me ping it one more time. So as you sort of turn this corner right here to sort of get a feel for like what Hawk Mongress has done with this corner of Terrapine, it almost looks like you're outdoors. Um, there is a ton of grass here. There are trees. You can see a fountain in the center. 
um, with uh, who only Brian would recognize as the guildmaster standing in sort of a heroic pose with a hawk on his shoulder. Um, and there are two buildings. There's this one three-story massive guild hall, and you can like hear just nonsense happening from inside of it. It sounds like a party is happening, but it's 11 a.m. Um, and then there is like this barn almost structure um, right off to the side, and it's painted in big red letters. It says the Hawk House. Um, and you can see these two barn doors have been like thrown open and there's streamers hanging up in between them. Um, and you can you can hear that there's like folk music playing from in there. Um, you know, just like the live bound band sounds, if you will. Um, you can hear a lot of like bar songs being sang or um, not like religious hymns, but like religious roms, if you will. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't say that with a straight face. Um, and, um, it seems to be lively here. You know, a lot of people are walking your way. Um, there's a lot of bustling activity, you know, people, uh, some people are showing up with gifts. Some people aren't, um, you know, there's, there's this huge hubbub and as you all enter, let me take you to this map. Um, I'm so excited to show you all this map. Holy shit. Um, so as you all roll up. Um, do you all say anything to each other before you enter this barn? All right, everybody, don't die. Who's fighting? <laughs> I am. Is this to the death? Wait a minute. I thought this was for a I wedding. On it. Is this to the death? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't I just, think so. No, I'm I just wanted saying. to know who was fighting. Oh. I'm fighting. Is everyone fighting? I'm fighting as well. Yeah. Okay, then I will Why also not? fight. I was just checking to see how many people were fighting. Oh, no, I was responding to Brian saying, don't <laughs> die. <laughs> just, I just, I just, I'm on scared. It's just an expression, Gideon. Don't be mean to me. <laughs> I'm not mean to you. <laughs> you went over this. I thought we were okay. <laughs> Edry, out of earshot of Gideon, we'll just lean over to Brian and just go, sometimes she's very sensitive. It's okay. Especially after I fights. can hear you. It's nothing personal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's so funny. Uh, she's going to hook her arm like through Gideon's and just like pat like their arm and be like, come on, Gideon. Gideon pats Brian's <laughs> arm back. Let's. Let's go fight. Let's go fight indeed. All right, let's switch this map on over, gamers. Oh, I'm so excited for you to breathe this bad boy in. This raucous music picks up as you enter. You, This is uh, the biggest crowd you've seen outside Kurthus as uh, you all step into a uh, hawk house. Um, there's a lot of jeering and cheering. You see uh, the Derby girls here. Um, you can see just like, I think you see Nettie and Cresswell somewhere hiding in here. Um, you know, a lot of people who you've met so far are here. So is the bakery girl, Finley. Um, she's also there. She's like hidden in the crowds. Perception check from Brian. This is the one that matters tonight, friends. 
19. 19. That means you catch eye of the three people in this room who matter to you. Um, you are looking around. Have you ever been in this hall before? I think I maybe came and watched one of these once when I was younger. Um, I didn't hmm. participate though. No. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's way more popular for Hawkmongrass to participate. And if you're not, if like someone who's getting married isn't Hawkmongrass, like this ritual does not take place. Um, this is, this is a Hawkmongrass thing. Full stop. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you're looking around as you walk in into this big atrium. And how do crowds make you all feel, just out of curiosity? Andrew gets anxious in crowds because there's mm -hmm. too many people that are like, in her mind, making perceptions about her. <laughs> she just doesn't like it. Right. I think my known is used to them because of the crowds at the underground. Um, fight rings. Club she used to yeah. fight at, yeah. Oh yeah. So so honestly, this might like pump Winona up a little bit, right? Like this seems like mm -hmm. your element, um, and like mm -hmm. that cheering of the crowd. Like you're used to that kind of like pumping you up. Um, what about Current? Uh, I think Current's excited. I think Current gets excited around crowds because um, it kind of represents the opposite of what it's like being within the castle walls, and also it gives Current a chance to not be seen while they're observing everybody else. Okay. Cool. And Gideon? Yeah, I think Gideon feels safe in crowds because it's not like all the attention's, you know, on them. But if they're in front of a crowd, I think they try and just get pumped up and like showboat a little, especially if they're trying to look cool. Mm -hmm. Right. Perfect. I love that. Okay. Um, Brian, uh, your endeavor to be the watcher and not the watched um you are looking around three people catch your attention so the the first of which um you notice um one of so when you and Nastira were dating the two of you had like if you've seen how i met your mother like a ted mosby to a lillian marshall like everyone's like one couple like best friend to a couple that the couple is essentially parents for <laughs> um just sort of that energy um marmy um he's a he they pronounce he's a satyr um so that's the first person you see right so an old old friend um who you also didn't say goodbye to when you left um yep the other Love person you me. see. I think my heart like clenches when I see him. It's like this moment of like, oh, Jesus. And then it hits again because standing directly next to him, like he's tall. He's like six, seven, because he's got this like big satyr energy. Um, next to him, like a solid three, four um, is your nibbling, I believe is what the youths call it. Uh, Daisy Diggle. My cousin. Your cousin. Ah, so yeah. sorry. I couldn't remember if it was one down or one up. Um, no, my cousin. Okay. Okay. Hey. Um, in her arms is this like beautiful bouquet of flowers that you immediately know is from the flower shop. Um, and like oh. those two people are enough to take your breath away. But then your eyes. Can we get some hype and chat for Stephen? <laughs> and there is one balcony over here off to the side. Um, and it's roped off with velvet. You couldn't get over there if you wanted to. Um, 
this, you're kind of gleaning. You would know, actually, because you're Brian. Um, this is S-tier guild member. Okay, there we go. Uh, VIP section only. Um, so you are looking up there, and you can see that um, Gavron is there. Okay. The person who Yastira said smuggled your father out, out of, of Terra. Right, okay. So those are the three people you notice uh, as you are trying to get a feel for things as you enter. Do they notice me? No. Okay. You're very short and you're surrounded by four very tall people. Love that for Not me. like very tall, but like, Taller you than know, me, 100%. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, a shrub yeah, 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 in a yeah. group of trees, I understand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. You get it, bestie. Um, I'm going to say that they don't notice you for now. Okay. So, um, I think um, Winona, you see up in that VIP area, Evie's there, she catches your eyes and she waves at you. Um, I mean, like, you you kind of get the feeling that if you want to go stand by any of the Derby girls, they'll happily, like, make space for you. Um, but where do you all sort of, I mean, you can see that the, the crowd's filling up here. Where do you all kind of hang out? I think I'm going to go say hi to Evie since she's the reason I'm here. Yes, oh, you here? actually can't get up to, she's oh. in the S tier guild section. Um, so she gave you a really friendly, like regretful wave when you came in, like, sorry, I can't mm. hang out with you right now. Oh, okay. Um, duty calls. Um, so yeah, she gives you kind of a regretful smi uh, smile. I actually think current, you notice um, next to Evie is a Janazi and Air Janazi. Another one, dang. Um, so another Janazi here, and he has like this booming presence to him, um, and this metallic shining arm, like a prince, like sitting up there, um, big, big prince energy for sure. Um, let me get you all your tokens while you all talk amongst yourselves as you enter. I think I'm going to go, um, towards Daisy and, and Marmy. Do you see any, do you say anything to your friends before you do that? I think, um, actually, I think my arm is still like wrapped around Gideon's and I think I actually kind of like, I don't pinch your arm, but I kind of like poke it a little bit and I go, I, uh, I think there's somebody I maybe need to go say something to. Yeah. You kind of like make your way along the crowd because it doesn't seem like anyone's quite stepping out into the center yet. So you move your way along the side of the crowd, um, as you start getting closer to Daisy, and I think like Daisy is gripping these flowers to herself. And uh, when she sees you, she like drops them to the ground in shock. Um, and you can see the bottom of her eyes sort of brim with tears. And she says, does she recognize me? Yeah. She does. Okay. She is perhaps your only family member besides your father who would see you for real. Um, and she says, oh my God, <laughs> Belle, is that you? Hey, Daisy. Oh my God, I thought you were dead. <laughs> oh my God. And uh, Daisy just pulls you into this big hug. Brian kind of like still has one hand like, on Gideon's arm, but like wraps the other one around Daisy. Yasira sent me a letter this morning, but I thought it was a sick prank or something. 
no, I'm here. I'm I'm sorry. It's uh Oh my god, so much has happened with, with, with your dad and with everything. Yeah. I, 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 you, is that why you came back? Are you alright? It's not why I came back, but I'm hoping to figure out what's going on while I'm here. Um I'm as alright as can be. Are you okay? I mean I'm so good now that I'm seeing your bright face. Where have you been? A little bit everywhere, mostly Curthus. Oh my gosh, you haven't been getting into trouble, have you? She hasn't been getting into trouble, has she? She says, looking up at Gideon. Oh, oh no, not not Brian. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, so like uh, yeah, like the I'm ocean. Have you Brian been to now. the ocean even? No, I you haven't. gave yourself the name Brian, and you haven't been to the ocean. It's a long story. Oh my gosh, it better be a long story for a choice like that. What are you doing here? Uh, we're on a little bit of a mission, actually. Uh, this is this is Gideon. Uh, she's a friend. Gideon, this is Daisy, my cousin. Hi, I'm Daisy Diggle. It's so nice to meet you. Gideon Osmond, it's so nice to meet you, too. It's so lovely to meet you, Gideon Osmond. I run the best flower shop in the city. You can come by anytime. I'll give you some flowers for free. Uh, okay, I will. Uh, the, the flower shop? Oh, and, and, um, Daisy, like, looks surprised in that moment as if she's remembered herself. Um, and she says, oh, oh, I mean, I mean, yeah, after Yastira's mom died, she doesn't have family, you know, and I've always loved the shop. And so, I mean, she sold it for me for a single gold piece. It was so nice of her. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, that's a really good fit, Daisy. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, it was re- it was really nice. I mean, you know, she's you know she's she said something about keeping it in the family, and you know, uh, she's she's been so nice while you've been gone. And sorry, is that weird to say? I shouldn't have said that. I have the flower no, shop now, no, and no, I no, run no, it no, very no. studiously. No. Yeah, I'm sure you do, Daisy. That's great. Uh, I'm gonna bend down to pick up the flowers that she dropped to take a moment to collect myself and like school my features. Um, and then I will hand that back to her. She's like, oh, of course the silly me. I, I dropped these precious little spots on the ground. And I, I spent three hours this morning picking out the best ones for her because she she deserves it, you know? Uh, that's so the silly. Who, Daisy? What? The who? Well, the hysteria, are these of course. The, are these the... These are the blessing flowers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's great. I uh, yeah. I mean, I I'm did a part great of job. the wedding party. Great. That's great. I'm really glad, Daisy. I'm glad. I'm glad that <laughs> Gideon. Are that... you making these faces as Gideon in this conversation? <laughs> I think Gideon doesn't know. Just kind of looks away. They don't fully wipe their forehead. Yeah. But if they're trying to not react too much. I'm glad that you you've maintained a, a relationship. I'm I'm. Well, I mean, you know, after I wish after I my parents left Superfax, I mean, I didn't have much family left either. So, you know, we were kind of like strangers in the night. You know. After your parents, what? Yeah, I mean, we don't agree about it very often. It was a surprising choice, honestly, if you ask me. But Auntie Moggett left. Yeah. Did all of their partners leave too? I mean, uh, uh, Guild, Guild Mistress Honey Locust has been, you know, uh, 
hibernating for a little while now and you know uh Ursimo Union's doing a really good job of making joining that Ursimo Unti and Bado and Lola and Ween all joined Ursimo Union mean, are you fucking kidding me you know they they have to make a living uh Bell I'm sorry Brian I uh you know Superfax is struggling and you know I I don't blame those who can't stay well, what about Mira and Ernest? They're doing their best. Are they still in Zoo? Are they still with you? Are they still in Zubafax? Or did they leave too? They left last week after the stuff happened with your dad. It was <sighs> sort of like the final straw, you know? Daisy, I'm sorry. I mean, it's all right. Uh, we're making do, and I, I, I'm still, uh, honestly, you can never take me away from Superfax. I'll die in that guild. I love that guild so much. I can't wait for the guild mistress to wake up from hibernation and really, you know, settle these things and how crazy it's been getting and figure out who actually poisoned the bro. Because you and I both know it wasn't your dad. It wasn't my dad. So I'm, I'm holding out hope. It's just, you know, it's a long, it's a long hope at this point. Yeah. Is there anything I can do? Yeah, I mean, you could stay. I don't know what the future holds for me yet, Daisy, but I promise I'll I'll let you know as soon as I do, okay? Yeah, I mean, at least, you know, keep me filled in this time, right? Yeah, I will. Brian's going to pull her in for another hug. Yeah, and it's kind of uncomfy because she's still holding the bouquet. And I think that you can kind of get a feeling for this point that... um. Your your sweet your sweet your sweet bud, uh, Marmy, has been doing nothing but giving you a very cold look. Um, mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and so at that point, um, Daisy kind of pulls away from you and says, "Well, I mean, you should. Uh, I mean, you should go get ready for the brawl. Don't tell me you're fighting." I am. Hey, mommy. You okay? Yeah, I've been great. Okay. Uh Daisy, I'll I'll talk to you later. Okay? Yeah, I'll talk to you later and I you know don't don't mind him. He's you know. It's okay. I probably deserve it. I mean you do. Yeah, that's yeah. No, I agree. You know, um, uh, family, family is the people who treat each other like family. And I hope that's you, but you've been gone for 10 years and I've had to kind of find my own, you know? Yeah. Uh, all right. I should, I should, I should get going, but, uh, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you after. Of course, and I mean, uh, here you go. Take this. This isn't even one of the godflowers anyways. She hands you a single red carnation. And then she gives you kind of a wink, and then she turns back to talking uh, to, to who she came with. Okay, I think Gideon knows Brian well enough to see the extreme panic that registers in her eyes when she receives this red carnation from her cousin. Um, when Brian turns back toward her. You okay? I'm 
right. Yeah, let's let's go get ready for the fight. Yeah, let's let's do that. And she's gonna like look it away from Gideon. Okay. Uh, Gideon kind of like speed walks after easily because they are twice Brian's height. <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely walk normal speed to catch up with Brian's speed walking. And they like look down at Brian and they go, "You did a good job." For a conversation that you knew was going to be uncomfortable. Thanks, Gideon. She is staring at this carnation in her hand. Um, and so, so Winona, Adriel, and Kern are separated. Is that what I'm seeing on this map? Uh, Adriel's with Current. I wanted to and go find the Derby Girls. Am I at the right? Yeah, spot? yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, there, are, there are three of the Derby girls um, who you you got along with well, um, but uh, the ones you know a bit better are Trinity and Lovey, um, and they are actually standing by the oh. uh, S-tier entrance um, if you want to go hang out with them. But you're also welcome to hang out to these ones that I forgot to name before we started the session. I'd name them for you, I promise. Oh, um, <laughs> It's, I feel like I would. I feel like I would naturally go towards. I'd be polite and like wave at the ones that I know. Yeah, um, absolutely. but like I think I would. I would stick by the ones that I knew better. Yeah, and I think um, Lovey's grinning at you. She says, "All right, are are you fighting?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm excited. And she kind of gives you like a light punch in the arm. She's like, "I can't wait to see it. You're gonna kill it." Thanks, thanks, thanks so much. Man, I've been waiting to see how Carthinians fight. I hope you can handle yourself out there. I mean, I'm not doubting myself, so. Fuck yeah. Um, where do Gideon and Brian stand? Do you want to go by Winona? Yeah, that works okay. for me. Yeah, I think Adri goes to Current. Like, she walks up uh, after Current had already walked away, kind of, and like, uh, like grabs Current's hand in hers and like links, like interlaces their fingers. Um, and Current is um, not going to, well, not necessarily say anything, but is going, is going to squeeze um, Adri's hand back just as sort of like a, I don't know. I think Current is, is, is struggling with thinking that they let, um, Adriel down a little bit. Adriel's feeling the same. I love that they're both the same side of the same coin. Uh, Adriel kind of uh, squeezes uh, Current's hand uh, before uh, kind of uh, bringing up both of their hands and like kissing the back of Current's hand and going. You're going to do good things in there, Current. I have to believe that it was the right choice, right? was the right choice for you and that's what matters and it wasn't the right choice for you and that's okay yeah are you gonna turn into a shark today maybe hell and well met <laughs> uh this booming voice takes control of the room um and you see most of the um like hawkman dress kind of like stomp their feet to sort of like um foretell the entrance of their guild master um, who's uh, obviously hamming it up, um, but everyone looks like radiant to see him. Um, now he he steps in this bold presence, and he 
steps into the center of the room and fully occupies that space, this spotted hawk on his shoulder. Um, and he's grinning out at all of you. This is Guild Master Meritos. Um, he says, hail, well met Hawkmon Bress and guests. Can I get a round of applause for a day of holy unity? Um, and everyone is super into it, you know, uh, they're sort of applauding and, and saying, um, and he says, now, bat brawls are one of the best parts of Hawkmongress that we celebrate each other and our successes, not just on the battlefield, but on the field of love as well. Now, before we start, I do want to say that we are being blessed this day as this is not an act of one guild. No, indeed, this is an act of two. I would like to thank the lovely guild mistress Simpira for attending this lovely event as well. And you see Simpira step in um, and there is like less excited applause, but the applause is definitely more reverent in nature. Um, as, as she steps in as well. Um, and she also speaks with an effortless loudness to her voice. She says, Hello, everyone. I am blessed and excited to put aside trivialities, obligations, and warfare for just a few days so we can celebrate some of our community's best, some of Terrapine's best. We know that we are all here to support two people who are the foundations of their guild. And I couldn't be more exciting that they, excited that they are uniting to bring even more unity to Terrapine itself. I expect each brawler to leave it out on the field today because I tell you that couple deserves it. Can I please get a round of applause for Morrow Graham and Yastira Pressfield? And this room fucking erupts, um, right? Because like people in this room have been saved, have had their lives saved by both of these people, right? That is both of these people's games. And there is like a reverence towards the two of them. They've got very like prom king and queen energy um, as they step into the room um, and slowly make their way up towards um, these two beautiful seats up here at the top of the dance hall. Now, um, Brian, are you making yourself, uh, I would say short, but that would be rude. Uh, are you making yourself less visible in this moment or are you trying to be noticed? I think she steps forward so that it's hard to miss her. I think, her uh, wrath condition is acting up oh, a little shit. bit. Okay, can I get an insight? And check she's from holding yeah, this carnation in her hand. I'm fully aware of what you've got in your hand. A 13 it's to a 15. 15. Yeah, you see Yastira like trip over her own two feet a little bit. So, um, Maro and Yastira are walking side by side each other, and Maro is in this beautiful velvet, like emerald green suit. 
with like a cute little like white little pocket um and Yastira is in this beautiful um embroidered with like Swarovski emerald dress um that goes past her and spills onto the floor Brian's gonna make eye contact with Yastira and tuck the carnation behind her ears so, so that it's violent. like kind of locked You're in so violent locked in with All her um with her eye patch oh do I notice this um do- yeah, I think you do, Gideon. Yeah, I think you do. You're right next to Brian. Um, you actually, Brian's right in front of you because Brian literally stepped forward. Um, and I think that, um, you know, they're, they're, they're walking up and it is easily dismissed as Yastira tripping over this beautiful dress. All that humble Terrapinian girl coming up from the bottom. Um, and, you know, Maro is there to like catch her and like, you know, kind of, you know, takes her arm and gives her a little kiss on the cheek to keep walking. Um, And that like brings Yastira back to center as she continues up the stairs and sits down. Um, At at the same time, Simpira has gone up to sit with the other S-tier guild members. And just uh, Guildmaster Meritos remains in the center of this ring. And the Guildmaster says, now, we are to start the brawl. Remember, any blood spilled on this floor today is in honor of the union that we see up there. Now, which is the first team who will step forward and claim protection to this union? There's uh, one beat. I think Brian just kind of shrugs. Is that a shrug like you want to go now? Is that a shrug like you don't care? It's a... Do we want to wait out and see what the rest of the fight looks like? Or see what a fight looks like? We want to just... Sure. At this first. point, Adria's just walking over to the group of the three of them because she can <laughs> see them talking. Yeah, Adria and, like, and Kurt go to... Go to they're like, excuse, excuse me, sorry. Sorry, excuse me. Excuse me, so sorry. Uh, and you all uh, hop over there as well. Um, and I think during that, uh, you hear, uh, Lovey says, I'll show you how it's done, cuties. Don't worry. Uh, and, and she says it like joyfully. She, it's not really a threat at all. She's just excited to go fight. Um, okay. And, uh, but she's so cute. She, she's yeah. so and cute. And she, she oh, pulls on Trinity's hand. And she says, we'll go first. Hey, we pledge protection to this union. Um, and she, she takes Trinity's hands and they both like run out into the center of the field. And Merito says, that's my Hawkmon dress. And Lemmy like grins at the encouragement and she punches her fists together. And when she does, this equipment bursts forth from it. This copper extending down her arms around her shoulder, shoulders as this like, these like fists come forward and she says let's get it started uh as she's like super psyched um and i think like at the same time trinity summons this trident uh in front of her and she sort of flips it in her hands grinning she says yes let's see someone step up uh and there's this uh this long moment you are all not stepping forward you want to see how this is done right first Mm-hmm. Um, and I, okay, cool. And I think um, there, there is like there's a measure of intimidation, right? Um, and I think like you can see that there are for a few like Isis Fidelity people who like do plan on participating, but this is pretty much scared the shit out of them. Um, and so 
the two of them come to stand over here and Merito says, fine job, fine job. Who will face them in this brawl? And there's like two measured seconds of silence. And then you feel a gust of wind um, as these streamers all move and shake. Um, and Cecilius is literally floating in the air and he comes to rest down on uh, the uh, the arena floor. At the same time, Evie, um, overconfident as fuck, literally vaults over the balcony, over the crowd, and in, onto the arena floor. And she says, well, oh, I can't run away! Uh, she says, well, I wasn't planning on being the opening act. And then she, um, she like claps her hands together and like moves them in a very specific motion and all of the windows shatter and the glass flies over the crowd and constructs these glass golems, two of them on either side of Cecilius and, uh, <laughs> and Evie. And she says, but I'm ready to get this party started. And uh, <laughs> at that point, Meritos is laughing. He's like, Oh, this is exactly what I'm talking about. A brawl that is truly worthy of this union. Now we go to concession. Do not be fools. Your death will not be warranted this evening. If you know you are too weak, concede. But that does not mean you should not give it your all. On Morrow's count, you will begin. Um, and there's this round of applause as uh, Meritos then steps up, uh, you know, the person like clips the velvet rope and he walks up and he goes and sits on one of the couches up there as well. Um, and so, yeah, so Cecilius and Evie and there, <laughs> you could have fought them. Their two glass golems um, now appear here. Um, and you see Morrow sort of stand up and say, all right, guild members, I know you, you'll fight fair, fight fast, fight proud. On my count, three, two, one, engage! And it is a fucking swarm as these people go head to head. This crack of electricity bursts out from Lovey as she just starts running towards Evie. Evie summons uh, this chain, she's fucking ready. Um, and Cecilius, uh, disappears uh, into the wind, which is more concerning for the two of them. Um, so Trinity and Lovey with no choice um, are left to fend with uh, the two glass golems and uh, the and Evie herself. Um, now, Lovey seems to be the one who is like planning on engaging Evie. And so they go head to head right away. Um, and I think that it leaves Trinity to face off these two glass golems and they go at it. And she, these are all terrifying fighters in their own right. Um, you know, if you're Hawkmongress, like this is your bread and butter, right? Getting good at this is how you live. Um, and it is like the fight of your life um, just to even watch it. And so what I wanna ask is like how Current and Winona feel about this as two people who are like fighters who like used to do this in purpose um i think current is kind of like intently watching kind of like the way that maybe she would watch somebody or a, a prospective like 
another druid fighter if they knew that like there was a fight night coming up just trying to kind of see if there's strategy going on or like what what are people how how are how are they doing this Mm-hmm. I think Winona's kind of like sizing up the people that are fighting and kind of like like figuring out like what she would do in attacks um, towards them because like we have no idea who we're going to fight. So it's not like I can be like, oh, this is my scheduled opponent for tonight. I know how I'm going to beat their ass. It's more like how can I be prepared for everything and anything while with like with what I've got essentially. Right. No, that makes a ton of sense. Um, does anyone else want to tell me how they're feeling about this just before I tell you how the fight resolves? Gideon feels like elated and almost wishes they had offered to go so that they could be in like fighting one of the, the members of either of these groups. Um, yeah. I think this just looks like fun, too. Like, Gideon like really wants to like get in there. Like this is making them be like, yeah, this I want to yeah, do Yeah, you can kind of tell that like like part of the honor is like the promise that I won't hold back, you know, like that's, that's a Hawkmon dress for you. Um, and so they go at it. I think at a certain point, um, let me tell you all like some things you could have faced perhaps if these had been your two. Uh, <laughs> um, so at a certain point, um, Lovey is like in the middle of fighting um, Evie and you see her pull her fist back and the sort of machinery on her fist expands and crackle in this lightning. And she brings it down and she lands a hit on, um, on this. And a thunderous boom comes out so loud that it actually shatters the glass golems um, that her, that Trinity is in charge of fighting. And you like have to hold your ears. You're like, Jesus Christ. Right, because like you're like, did my eardrums just rupture? What the fuck? Um, but it only makes the crowd scream louder. And you can see Marl's like up there like super into it, right? And it's like shouting for both sides. Um, and and you can kind of see like like Yustira looking over tomorrow, being like, oh man, that's the person, that's like my person. Um, and it is very cute to anyone who's not Brian. Um, and uh at, at a certain point, um, like I think there's this really cool moment where Evie like black widows on uh on Lovey and gets this chain wrapped around her neck and then Lovey literally dimension doors to behind Evie and literally like punches her to the ground and this causes Evie to like tumble and roll and it looks like for a second that like Lovey's gonna get a hand up on Evie which is like a super big deal um but then unfortunately um <laughs> Um, you hear, well, I mean, it was a pretty good show, kids. Um, and there is this, like, bright purple burst as uh, Cecilius becomes visible again. Um, and you are luckily safe from it because you are not being targeted of the spell. But um, the two of them take psychic damage and literally, like, drop their weapons and go to hold their heads. And they were, and you hear Cecilius and say, you didn't even wear a protection amulet? Oh, what it is this your first brawl? And literally is like laughing at them. Um, and he summons like two silver long swords that perfectly match his armor and begins like swinging them around. Um, and while Evie is like getting her footing to get back up, like 
he is parrying both Lovey and uh, Trinity at the same time, who are still a little like, um, you know, a little, you, you know, hurt from the psychic spell. Um, but after, but you can tell that they've got that that the S tier guild members have got the upper hand, right? They're barely even using their magic, um, and it's just combat. And you see that these two. Um, pretty easily um, just back to back. You actually see Evie requip a few times. So she goes from this spiked chain to this big lance, and then she comes back to dual wielding swords like Cicelius is. And it's only when they're both wielding dual swords like this, do they manage to basically like cut the backs of the knees of both Trinity and Lovey and bring them both down. Um, and it's only when they hit the ground that they both sort of they they put one hand in their air and they raise two fingers and Brian you know that this is the surrender signal, um, so you see um, Meritos like when the when the <laughs> when the signal is given like the fight stops um, and you can actually see that they are magically suspended in time uh, by Meritos for like three seconds just to stop any accidental blows. Um, so you see them both, them all sort of be like captivated by like this hold person spell almost for a few seconds and then let them go as the crowd like loses their mind. You know, they're all applauding. Are you all as well? Um, yes, Gideon's yeah. losing their shit. Um, and yeah, you know, Adriel's fucking impressed by the magic. Yeah, and I think Evie like immediately runs to them. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I know that's your weak knee. <laughs> I was like, no, it's all fair and down, girl. <laughs> you know, um, and you see um, Yastira like in her dress, like get up and come down and uh, kneel in front of both uh, Trinity and Levy and heal them back up um, effortlessly. I think that this Brian actually gives you your first indicator, like, holy shit, she's gonna heal everyone today. What? Yes, it is. Um, and so everyone's you know giving them a rally. You see like. A bunch of the derby girls, you know, some of the derby girls who aren't competing today, like rush out to like help Trinity and Lovey get off the field. Um, you know, you know, people are getting out of their chairs, so like uh, they they can sit in the chairs, right? They have nothing but admiration for the people who fell. Um, uh, but uh, <laughs> of course, uh, Cecilius and Evie are just kind of standing there smugly. You can kind of tell that this is a reputation thing. Like they needed to uphold this um, as like S tier and also like best friends of Mara. Um, and they're both sort of standing there. They've both got their swords. They're kind of resting them on their shoulders. And Evie says, all right, beat that. <laughs> and then they just sort of laugh amongst each other. And Naruto says, don't get cocky, you two. Get off the fucking stage. <laughs> and, uh, they, and they both like, sorry, this one's sorry, one's sorry. <laughs> then, they, then they come back up to the S tier uh, section. And Guildmaster Meritos, uh then stands once more and says, all right, what a beautiful beginning. Who will match that on this field today? Are you guys ready? Should we go to the Please tell me you want to fight. Are we ready? Yeah, Let's we go. Can, we can go. What's the phrase? Wait, what's what? the phrase? Wait. Is your phrase? Do y'all remember what it is? No. How well met? We're new here. What? We will fight to protect this union. That's the one, yeah. That's the phrase. Yeah. Yeah. Say that. Oh, <laughs> Okay, get it, give it to me. Give me give me how you say it. We will fight to protect this union. Gideon's like hand is on their hip and one hand is raised. <laughs> yeah, and I think like everyone's Sailor like heads kind of like shoot to you. Um and so Gideon, you step forward. 
I assume. Mm-hmm. Do all of you step forward behind Gideon? Please? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so you all sort of head out to the center here. And you hear, like, whispers. Because no one knows who the fuck you all are. <laughs> um, and... Um, for those of you who are looking at Morrow, this is what happens. <laughs> Gideon turns to Morrow and gives two thumbs up with the most genuine smile on their face. <laughs> Brian is... I'm sorry. Brian only has eyes for Yastira. Yastira's looking away. Yastira's not looking at you. Yastira is doing anything to not make eye contact with you in this singular moment. Um, her face is like flush though. Um, and Guildmaster Meritos, like, whose curiosity has obviously been piqued, uh, stands up and steps forward um, and sort of leans over the balcony and says, I've not met any of you. Declare yourselves. I wish to know who these brawlers are if they are to spill blood in my hall. I am Gideon Osmond of Curthus. A ton of gossipy whispers start happening. Anyone else? I'm Winona of Curthus. Adriel Hollowtide of Curthus. Current from Curthus. Belia Rosa Potstiggle of Exuberance. Even bigger whispers now. And uh, you hear Daisy go, yeah, Belle, let's go. Uh, uh, sort of good moment. And you, uh, I guess if you look up to the room of Gavron, there's also like a bit of regretment applause there as well. Um, and uh, Guildmaster Meritus just grins and he says, I haven't seen Curthus combat in over 10 years. I'm excited to see if it can stand up to the merits of my guild. Man, this will be Can a I good one. Can say that book. I love this man? I just love this man so much. He says, now, who will give these Carthidians the true meaning of what it means to be from Terrapine? I will. The doors fly open. And the sounds of heels on wood give way. As someone very familiar looking steps into the room, almost like a mirror image, but a bit younger. This young, plucking, teethly girl wearing the exact same cape as Gideon, this huge long sword on her back, this deck of almost card looking things at her side. She steps forward, her eyes lit up by her side, the pink-haired girl. Chat, this chaos is for you. Nakia and Oslo crash this party. And Nakia pulls her sword out and says, yeah. I think I could be the one to teach these folks a lesson. And that's where we're going to end tonight's session. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Death to Divinity. 
I hope you enjoyed it, God Slayers. If you want to check out more, you can always go to patreon.com slash deathdivinity to check out more. We got a bunch of little ficlets. We got a one shot between Sam and I over there. We got a lot of stuff. Go enjoy it. In fact, everything that we published for season one is now visible for free. Um, so if you want to go check that out, you can. No cost, baby. And if you want to get in a head look at season two, why you can pledge to us uh if you want to look uh, at more information more places to hang out with us all that kind of stuff maybe join in our discord you can head over to death to divinity gay uh but for now i hope you enjoyed this episode and i will see you for the next one dear god slayer until then